You're now listening to me. This is I Love Sex Networking, and now listening to the Meme Podcast, where meme stands for music, movies, improvs, everyone must envy, where we make memes on air. We're the only podcast that memifies and discusses Black entertainment, past, present, and non-existence that you need to love and respect for the purpose of you appreciating the culture more and us pushing the culture forward. I am your host, Archbishop Kim, with the sharp, spitting gems. And I am talking with Kid Wave. And I'm P. Betty. <laughs> and you're not P's today? Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you you want to be the, the hate me now side of the Nas, not the uh, not the Naser, the Naser Nas? Uh, I'm LL Coofy. LL Kofi. LL Kofi with the Kofi. LL Kofi with the Kofi. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is season or the preseason for season eight, where we show you where we're where we show you why we're great. This is meme number eighty-five entitled "Memifying Nas's King's Disease 2. Hashtag Nas knew what to write. Hashtag backbone for back shots hashtag standing for whamming hashtag never me hashtag never me too hashtag greedy selfish behavior hashtag Nas murdered M on his shit hashtag EPMD did not murder anyone hashtag Eric Sermon did it again hashtag LL Kunays Hashtag Sunday fun day. So yeah, so you can find us on so you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and all podcast platforms. You're only getting season seven and up on those platforms. If you want seasons one through six, pre and post shows and other exclusive content, go to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash the meme podcast. Donate, support, and become a meme or a member. Topics of discussion for today. We're going to memeify Nas's King's Disease 2. We're also going to have our segment, Come on, Nas. Then our last segment, The Meme is the Prophet. So, before we get into memeifying the album, let's get into the reactions. Um, so, it's been a great, re- a great two weeks, two weeks for hip hop. We had the, uh, the verses, lots versus dipset. Great for hip hop. Amazing. Then we had uh, Kanye's um, listening party. Twice. Twice. Two listening parties. I saw the second one. I saw the real one. I just heard about it. Heard it was great. Heard it was great. Heard it was great. I, I heard it. It was great. All right. And then uh, Nas drops KD2. So now we heard the album. We'll get into our reactions, what our re- initial reactions to listening to it. Now, there was an article that I had posted in the group chat. Um, KD2, 
topping to pimp a butterfly on Metacritic. So I looked at that. I instantly put it in the group chat. Me and uh, Chakra Zulu, aka what you call what you call it, Kid Waves now. Talking kid? kid, talking with Kid Wave. Talking with Kid Waves. Uh, we have a connection to to Pimp a Butterfly. I talked about it on show number two for Spaces to Place. How to Pimp Butterflies. So when I saw that, I was like, "Damn!" And then someone put in the caption like, "What do you say?" Uh, let me. I got the I got the message right here. Cause I don't want to misquote. While you're looking at it up, I just thought about something. What you think about, sir? Is it a king's disease to pimp a butterfly? Or can you get a disease for pimping butterflies? Mm. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so let me read this. So I don't typically put stock into any music critics takes on hip hop, but it's not every day a new album takes the title of most critically acclaimed hip-hop album in history. Nas and Hit Boy King's Disease 2 has topped to Pimp a Butterfly on Metacritic. Now, somebody said, uh, or it was El Voca from the uh, Don't Take It Personal group. He said, Where that ninja, he said, where's that nigga Kendrick at? Fuck competing with Drake. You still competed with Nas, buddy. So, oh, yes. So I saw that and I was like, damn, that is a... Uh, when you initially think about it, I'm like, damn, To Pimple Butterfly is definitely up there, up there, up there. Not just the, oh, it's a great album. It's a fucking, fucking great album. And then you listen to King Diseases 2, fucking great album. I say both of them are classics. So that discussion off top was like, damn. So I put it in the group. Um, did you, you saw it? Did you saw it? Did you see it? Did you saw it? Did you saw it? Or did you see it? I think I did not saw it. <laughs> but I might have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, so we'll have that discussion some other time. But you know, looking at the we pulled up the Metacritic uh website just now. Mm-hmm. What did you what did you discover, sir? Um uh, on the Metacritic website, it dropped uh to Pippa Butterfly down to a sorry, I went on to Pippa Butterflies. Back it back it up, back back it up to yeah, to Pippa Butterfly popped up again. There you go. It had at um at an eighty-eight. Funny enough, it has it at an eighty-eight. Well, guess how many reviews? How many reviews? Eight. So you got an eighty-eight on eight reviews. And we're on season eight. Mm. And which album this is this is uh Tabel Butterfly? No, or this is KD two. Uh, KD two. Okay, I would assume that was KD two, but you never know. It was KD two. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, it was an eighty-eight on uh Metacritic. So they dropped because you had um, a a website called Clash give it a seventy, and then the Great Pitchfork gave it a sixty-one. <laughs> right. So you said you actually read the review for the sixty-one, right? I read some of it. I think, uh, did you read it? Because I know you had put a, a sec a piece of it in the uh, group chat uh, about a couple of hours ago. I scanned it. Oh, okay. I scanned it. Plus, I was listening to, uh, according to Hip Hop, uh, their YouTube channel. So they was breaking it down. They was taking bits and pieces and breaking it down. Anything else? Um, yeah, they, 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 I was trying to scan through it now. Yeah, they didn't break it down correctly. Now, I looked up. I, I got the wrong one for the uh, Tampa Butterfly, but I did uh, notice that the same uh, website, Pitchfork, that gave it a 61, also gave Tampa Butterfly 100. Mm. And then uh, I think I brought it forth the conspiracy theory of the uh, did they put those reviews out to drop the initial uh, critic uh, critical rating mm-hmm. to make it underneath to Pippa Butterfly after that article came out. Mm. 
So, yeah, so uh, we can jump into that real quick. So I was listening to, uh, according to Hip Hop uh, channel on YouTube, uh, brothers were talking about that actual review from Pitchfork. Um, the the writer of that, they even posted the dude's picture. <laughs> it's like he don't even look like he like really listened to Are you to qualified to speak on this album? Yeah, it's a, it's a young black dude. So they they gave him props on his writing because one of the dudes on the show is a writer. So he's like, hey, how he writes is great. However, how you wrote this article or not even how you wrote it, but what you wrote, you disrespected. And then that's when they went into the whole, um, you know, like Rolling Stones and things like that. Like, why is there a um, an effort to disrespect Nas's legacy? And they go into, you know, Nas is not a part of the industry. He's anti-establishment. Um and then, you know, the well, the reference he made on I forgot which song where he was talking about oh, it was rare, uh, talking about Prince having a slave on his face. So Nas has that same type of energy being anti-establishment. And it's like um, going all the way back to um, when they even went back to the Source Awards and was like, here you have Nas's Illmatic. Big even said it uh, in one of the pre-interviews to the Source Awards, like, hey, I should get album of the year and I should get lyricist of the year. Uh, but Nas didn't get either one for Illmatic. And then they turned around and spoke about the Vibe article about It Was Written. And then they shitted on It Was Written and was like Illmatic is not uh, pretty much downplaying Illmatic, like in comparison to like Great Adventure of Slick Rick, Paid in Full and... um I forgot the other the album they named, but it was just like so. There's been like a consistency with like pushing Nas out of the way. Do you remember that vibe article? No. Okay, I'm about to say because then I wonder like were you comparing it up against those rap classics because Illmatic was considered a rap classic, mm-hmm. or were you just being a dick and just being like, "Yo, this album ain't no uh, uh, this is a slick Rick." Is it like, like how how we talk about like a, with like a future album? Well, well, they know it was written, so we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. like, like the. Well, it's kind of the same kind of thing, but you know how they throw those comparisons out. But just hearing that, yeah, that that does trash. That is pretty trash about how they treated it, it was written. So yeah, so Pitchfork gave uh, King's Disease two a six point one out of a ten, which is a sixty one percent, as if it didn't have no <laughs> like it was half ass, <laughs> like it was a half ass album. And turned to turn around, the same author uh, or same writer gave uh, the album Nasir a six point one as well. So it's like. What are you doing? Are you like really listening to these albums? Are you just throwing numbers out? And they also made the uh, the uh, the claim. And this is something that we talk about here on the show, which is our push the culture forward initiative. Uh, preserve, unify, um, is it salute and honor our culture first. Push our culture first initiative. And uh, they said they dropped this article on hip hop's birthday. So hip hop just had a, its 48th birthday on August the 11th. So that's when the article was dropped. So it's like Pitchfork being a white establishment. What are we doing here? Like playing them type games, like you dropping this article on hip hop's birthday. You know what Nas means to hip hop and what he Mm -hmm. um, what he stands on in regards to preserving the history of hip hop. And we talk about how um, we need to preserve the history because you have Pitchfork in these establishments that are coming in, these white boys that are going, taking classes uh, and learning about hip hop. And then they're going to be the controllers if we don't preserve it. And they're going to whitewash the, uh, the history. So here we are pitchfork disrespecting Nas and his album on the day of hip hop's birthday. So if you understand energy and 
Uh, if you want to get into the esotericism, esoteric aspect of life, people do make moves on certain days and draw certain energy and, you know, playing chess for the most part. That's very true. So, yeah, so definitely go check out um, According to Hip Hop and their breakdown. Uh, they'll do a better explanation. They go way more into detail. So definitely check them out. Um, so let's get into our initial reactions. Oh, yeah, I was watching reaction videos. Uh, that's something we'll do in the future. Uh, it was interesting. A lot of the younger heads that were doing reaction videos to like, I only saw the ones for Rare, EPMD2, and Nobody. Mm-hmm. Now, the Nobody was mostly like older older heads. It was a couple of young heads. But the EPMD2 and the uh, Rare, it was like mostly young heads that I was watching. And it was interesting to see their reaction to, you know, Nas and the song. And it was like, of course, just how they were talking, like they have no reference to Nas. Like they don't know Nas from nothing. Like this is like their first time hearing Nas or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, or, or if they have, they were like, they'll start talking about the history and then their history is way off. Like, nah, you ain't got it right. But it's cool to see like the younger generation Nas delivering this album in a package to where they really fuck with it. So it's not like, uh, and it goes into another conversation, uh, seeing reactions from, uh, brothers and sisters that I know uh, who are boom bappers. Like they are, they like, oh, real hip hop, 90s, 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 90s. Nas, I don't like this album. Uh, Nas need to do a, the, the DJ premiere. Why didn't he do the DJ premiere album? And da, da, da. so it's like, in the AZ, the him and AZ album, never drop. Right. So he's done like, two albums with Hit Boy. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm hearing that conversation as well. And it's like, damn, this man is growing and he told you on Stillmatic. Cause it's always forward. I'm moving never back with stupid. Here's another classic. So it's like, he's not going back to Illmatic. He makes references like on uh, King's disease on the last song, the cure, go listen to old uh, clue tapes. Well, go listen to clue tapes for old Nas verses. Or like I said, the reference I just made from uh, the intro to Stillmatic. Like I'm not, Oh, he did the uh, locomotive song on uh, life is good. Yeah. For my trapped in the nineties. Yeah. This is for y'all niggas. Just this song. This is all y'all getting. <laughs> I'm about to move on from here. So it's like hearing. But, but, but did he really? What? Do what? Really move on from that? I mean, he, that's always going to be an element, a part of him. So he's going to give you that. But niggas want him to do like, just stay in that all your, we want your whole album just to be Illmatic. That's it. We don't want to hear this new shit. We don't want to hear you experimenting. We want you to go back to the old Nas. He even said it on Rare. They want me to go back to the Waves and the Chip too. Okay, so here's my problem with that. If there was ever a fucking time for him to do that, it was the fucking Nazer album. (laughs) Thank you, Kanye, for fucking up the one chance. We could get seven pure Nas songs with one of the greatest producers of all time. And we got Nazer. (laughs) Anything you want to say, Fezus? Or LL Cool Fee? And I loved it. What we not going to do today is keep shitting <laughs> on my ear. As well, of today, the hate speech is out, my nigga. Well, you I, elevate. I, I, well, it's not like I'm shitting on uh, Nazer. Let's just say Nas has dropped what four albums in the last three years, right? Mm. That's the worst of the four. Will we not agree on that? I would not agree to that. So, which album is? Of worse than be Lost Tapes 2 and Nazer and Nazir. Lost Tapes 2 is not worse than Nazir. No, I was just saying it'll be between those two. Of course. 
I, I might make an argument that Lost Tapes 2 is better than King's Disease 1, but we'll save that for another show. Yeah, we'll save that for another show. But uh, what were we talking about? Um, oh, yeah, oh. you were talking about the uh, what ties into the Hit Boy and Kanye. Oh, the Hit Boy Kanye situation. So uh, at the listening party to uh, King's Disease 2, uh, People can say that uh, Hit Boy took some jabs at, at Ye because he was like, hey, it's just me and bro in the studio. Um, you know, we ain't on social media pretty much playing music, showing y'all snippets. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't do like a... That's um, great PR, Hit Boy. Get with it. You but say what? That's great PR. Mm, yeah. But, but, but they didn't really do that with the Nas album. No, he's talking about what right. Ye. Yeah, I'm talking about what Ye is doing. That's yeah, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. No, I'm saying Nas didn't, didn't do that. They didn't do that when Nas did the album with Kanye. That's what I'm trying to say. So I understand the reference talking about his hit boys talking about a Kanye album, the Donda album, but the Donda album. But still, remember. Well, it's funny enough. It's the same thing too because he was basically in Wyoming and it was mad niggas around in Wyoming when they did the Nasir album. Mm-hmm. So. I would say I would attack that angle more because it'd be like, hey, Kanye, you did a whole album with Nas. And look at what I did. I just did two albums with Nas and both of them shit on your album. And, and we won a Grammy with mine. Yeah, one of them got a Grammy. I was about to yeah. say that. So does he uh does he have a point? Is he is he does he have enough uh foot in the game to even speak on that? He to, has a Grammy for no. he has a he has a Grammy no. for no, he has a Grammy for niggas in Paris, and that was eight years ago. He has the right to speak on this shit. Well, then, well, I'm gonna say no. And, and, and the same song he did with Kanye. I'm, so. I'm gonna say no, and the reason why I'm gonna say no is the same way that Nays shitted on Nelly for going <laughs> at <laughs> Chris one, one. Is Ye's a legend? Whether you agree with what he's doing or not, you shut the fuck up and you stay in your place. Okay. You can't say Nelly, shut the fuck up and stay in your place, even though he's producing shit. Okay, so allow me to interject, if I may. Kanye is a legendary producer. Kanye is also a legendary fuck nigga. So remember, Kanye was supposed to drop when? On the day, or the day before uh, no. King Disease 2. No. Or oh, the week before? Yeah, no, in July. Oh, I People would drop at the end of July when he did the first, the first, uh, what you call? He moved it to August 5th. Mm-hmm. Which was the same around the same time that Nas dropped his album. So literally, he moved his release date to Nas's release date. Mm-hmm. So I can understand Hit Boy having an attitude because, like, my nigga, and then you did all that shit, and you did drop the fucking album. So you're taking attention away from from this Nas album, which are which are shenanigans. You're doing another fucking uh, you, you oh, I'm gonna stay at the the stadium for two weeks, and now we do another show on the same night as the Nas album dropping. So not only that takes attention away from the album, mm-hmm. so. Not so only that, and then also, and then also, go ahead, go ahead. Jay Z takes attention away from Nas every step that Nas makes, and also Jay Z is a legendary petty nigga. Also, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, shut the fuck up, nah, and fully earn your place because. If it's wrong for a nigga making hits to go after Chris One, it's wrong for a young nigga making hits 
to go after the legendary Kanye. What's wrong for one is wrong for all. Okay, well we we all. That's different. So, so you talking about how? how you, so you saying? So you saying if? So wait, so, so if Hit Boy says something about Jay, uh, Jay dropping uh dropping something around, uh, Nas, so you say that one that wouldn't be okay? Or, or are you saying that he should say something too? Well, no, she's saying that um being that Nas tried to ch- or checked Nelly for this for going at KRS One, even though KRS One went at him, she's like, it shouldn't be a problem for. Hit boy to go at well you saying well okay. it's contradictory so Nas so didn't say nothing to if it's a problem for Nelly to go at Chris one then it's a problem for Hit Boy to go at Kanye. Okay, I can I would say that for you to put uh Hit Boy on Nelly's level <laughs> is a bit disrespectful. So once again <laughs> he's this, this is, he, he got his third Grammy. Listen to me. What you're doing is trying to shift what I'm saying, and it's not going to happen. You can go no, ahead you and have ma- a seat. It's not going to happen, buddy. Wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. You so, made an analogy Nelly, saying Nelly, Hit Boy Nelly, talking Nelly, about Kanye Nelly. is the same as Nelly talking uh, Nelly talking to KRS-One, right? Then that's not putting them like saying, oh, Nelly had the same amount of Grammys. I'm not No, no, that. no. I'm not saying Grammys. I'm, I'm talking about respect in the hip-hop game. Like we were talking about with Nelly was you were a pop star, stay in your place. Nelly has earned enough respect in hip hop to go at Kanye because he also has a hit and, and a Grammy with. You said Nelly. Oh, so sorry. Well, hit boy. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 All right. So hit boy. So hit. No. Wait. Wait. No. Wait. Wait. No. 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 See. No. See. See. Try to jump in. Generation of hip hop, but he was well respected, not just by hip hop. But worldwide, so Nelly was respected by hip hop. No, she said he was. No, he wasn't respected by hip hop. Nelly was not respected by hip hop. He was respected on the pop charts. By the older generation of hip hop, but he was respected in the hip hop that was going on at that time. Well respected, respected enough to where Jay Z didn't have a problem with him, but Nas and KRS One did. What? <laughs> you know what? It was about business. It was money. So Jay's not gonna say nothing. KRS pretty much was like, "Hey, uh, why, why you're not they... rapping the way I rap, nigga. Nobody raps the way you rap." Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? I'm saying, like KRS One is saying, I don't like the way you rap. I don't like your definition of hip hop. I don't like how you are, you know, doing this for commercialization and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So allow me to step in and say this. I am now of the, of the mind frame of, I was incorrect on how I took that argument. Cause at the end of the day, KRS one, really, who are you to tell me who the fucking definition of hip hop is? Nigga, you may step into the world. That shit was ass. Anyway, so we that did was make a smash of 97. 97. That was 97. Yeah, that, that was a, to me, that was like one of the shifting songs where this shit was going to be ass for the rest of my, my life. Put, you don't get KRS one don't get to put moral or ethical reasoning on anything. You're defending exactly. a nigga that puts boy. Exactly. Oh, Geppettos. <laughs> so, so 
while you out here defending Africa born booty. <laughs> wow. Shout out to Thought wilding on niggas, Wilding on niggas who are popular. You're mad at their popularity and that your popularity is fading. Okay. But that, that's, that's in the chaos one situation where he went at Nelly. Okay, so let, let's. I want to. I want to cease this argument here or this discussion here because we're not going to waste a valuable Nas time <laughs> talking about garbage. Chris one. So let's. Uh, let's, let's Chris one is not. Chris one is. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, yeah, he's not garbage. He's uh, All I'm saying is, what's wrong for one is wrong for all. If it's wrong for a up and coming artist, whether he's garnered respect or to go after a legend is wrong in the eyes of non, it should also be wrong for you with your up and coming producer, regardless of if y'all have won a Grammy together or not, to go after a legend. Well, that was 2001, Nas. He evolved, so he's like, hey, the homie trying to, the homie trying to, the homie trying to uh, drop on my date to, to take away some attention. Let the little homie go after him. Like, hey, he put in, he put in work. He made a better album for me. I didn't get a chance to really work with, with Ye like I wanted to, to produce something of a great magnitude, great volumes. So let that, let that young man talk his talk. And, and and this is the reason why I, I keep uh, jumping yeah, in. No, wait. no, we don't give a fuck about Nelly. Now back to what I'm saying. Only thing I was saying about your argument is Hit Boy is not a up and comer. He's been in the game ten plus years, so it's not like he's up and comer going at a legend. He's a solidified producer who actually worked with the, with the same person and got a Grammy with the same person eight years ago. So I feel like he should be able to say something to that same nigga. Talk to these so that's all I was saying. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And what I'm saying is what's wrong for one is wrong for all. Gotcha. Can't pick and choose. Wrong for all. <laughs> so yeah, so um initial reactions when you listen to KD two. Who's going first? Who's going first? Who's going first? Okay, I'll go first. So go well, ahead. So we'll leave it to the 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 stand to get their reactions first. Oh now you trying to take shots, but you you sounding like you sounding like goddamn uh you sound like Chris One, but <laughs> that's not hot. Yeah, you <laughs> hey you don't disrespect OGs like that. You just contradict it yourself. I'm not taking shots. Y'all are gonna come at it from a different no, aspect. No, 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 no. You called us stands, so you chill out y'all with that. Wow, no. even we're so we're certified. I, I, I am a stand. Well, it, well, I'm t- well. Speaking to me, goddamn, you disrespect me, goddamn. I'm a certified follower. Yeah, I'm a certified supporter. I'm a certified supporter. And now you're acting like Chris Ones that you just disrespected. You just called out Chris One. Now you're acting like him. Goddamn. Who I, you want to be? Chris One keep coming up in this goddamn conversation. Yeah, yeah. Let's stop talking about him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Thank you. So, boom. So I remember um, once again going back to the whole uh, Kane discussion. Uh, him dropping the uh, the um, live stream, which he was like an hour plus late for. Kane. Yeah, we call, call him Kane because we talked about Kanye. We talk about Kane. I thought you were talking about Big Daddy Kane. 
So with, with, the, with, the, with the lean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, we'll get to that. Go ahead. Anyway, so boom. So I was watching that. And then I remember after watching that, I called you. And I was like, yo, the Donda album was pretty fire. Like, they were, we were talking about that a little bit. And then um, <laughs> I was like, right, let me get this bar real fast. So there was a song uh, with um, Jay Electronica. And I remember I told you. I was like, <laughs> the nigga came out riding the Jay Electronica. I was like, nigga, that's Sheik Looch. And it was actually Sheik Looch. <laughs> So um, we were talking and I was like, yeah, the album's supposed to drop around 12. Right. And it was like 11.15. So I just happened to go on uh, Spotify and I was like, oh shit, the album's out here. And I was like, get the fuck off my goddamn phone. And then we, we, <laughs> so we uh, went and I put my uh, my headphones on and I, I zoned out listed album. So the pressure started the album off good. Like, so basically overall, let me not jump ahead. Right. As I got into the beginning parts of the album, it was kind of like, okay, all right, guys. Like you're doing something different with it. And then you got into that run the middle run of the album where I was like, I was it. I was like literally zoned out. Like, yeah, he's really doing it. And then the latter part of the album, what I'll get into is there was a couple bumps in the road, but <laughs> we pushed through them and did it got to the end. It was like, Oh yeah. So <laughs> overall, I was very uh, happy with the album. I think I called you right back. I'm like, yo, there were like really no skips on this album. Uh, There's no skips on the album. Everything was cohesive. Everything flowed well. Now I was wrapping his ass off on it. The beats were fire. Everything was great. So that was my initial reaction when I first heard it. Got you. So, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I'll go next. I'm the staunch re- supporter of Nazer. Uh, Goddamn. So, yeah, you called me. I had just finished watching the uh, Rare video. I think you watched it, too. Did you watch the Rare video when you called me? I think I wa- Oh, yeah, I called you back. Either I called you. Oh, yeah, the video dropped after the Donda, and I was on boxing, and I saw it. That's why I went it's on the rare video. Yeah, yeah that's so, when I called you. So I was waiting until 11 because, you know, it dropped 12 o'clock Eastern time, so it'll be 11 o'clock our time. So uh, I got them uh, watched the uh, – I thought just the rare video was going to drop at 11, and then the um, the album was going to drop at midnight. So it was like, cool, watch the video, whatnot, heard the snippet that you had put in the group chat the day before – that was just playing just the uh, the instrumental uh, snippet of the instrumental. And I'm like, OK, all right. I fucks with the instrumental. It is pretty much similar to when I heard. Uh, well, they didn't drop the snippet to um, Ultra Black. It was uh, on his IG before King's Disease dropped. It was a snippet to the instrumental, the spicy. And I was like, oh, shit. OK. All right. All right. So rare when you drop the uh, snippet, I was like, OK. How is he going to rap to this? Da, 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 da. Okay, this is a dope beat. Yada, yada, yada. So the video drop. I watched the video. We talk. I was like, God damn, but I was like, but I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this, this, this is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Goddamn. So then that's when you was like, motherfucking, uh, I think you said the Nobody song was on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, because somebody posted the Nobody song. He was like, no. yo, the Nobody song's on YouTube, and I was like, oh, shit, let me go, and I go to, I think I went to YouTube, and it had, like, all the songs already up, and I was like, damn, the, the, the album is already out. So I went to Spotify just to make sure, because, you know, that could be, like, some uh, <laughs> people whack, try to get some clicks. <laughs> right. So I went to Spotify, it was on Spotify, so I'm like, hey, <laughs> Let's get off this phone. We'll talk to each other after uh, 55 minutes uh, looking at the uh, the timestamp on the album. So listen to the album. So the first go round, I was like, damn, there was no, tra- no, there was no iffy bars. There was no trash bars, beats consistent throughout the whole album. No skips. I was like, yeah, yeah. 
So we I called you back and then we had our discussion off rip and then we got off the phone again. I was like, yeah, let me play this one more time. Let me uh, put another uh, listen. It's goddamn one o'clock in the morning. So I'll go up until like two o'clock in the morning listening. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is this is a classic. So that was my that was my initial reaction off top. I was like, yeah, no skips. The beat selection and the 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 wordplay, the the lyricism, stellar. Throughout the whole album, there was no like, damn, why do you say that bar? Damn, that didn't even go. Like, oh, he fell off a little bit. Like the whole album. So okay. that was my initial reaction. LL Cool Fee, what you got for us? It was- it was cool. <laughs> Goddamn, Stan new, a new Stan over here. Talk about it. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. 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 Nah, it, it was cool. <laughs> there was, there was uh, my first listen. Again, I, I slept because the album's still gonna be there when I wake up in the morning. Um, not real. <laughs> if, if, if Anita, what if what if you was around to be able to listen to Anita Baker Rafter that that dropped when it dropped at twelve o'clock, and then you heard that beautifulness that was Anita Baker Rafter? Would you not want to be there to be one of the first people to heard it? Again, I didn't start listening and appreciating Anita Baker till about four years ago. Okay, so if Juvenile dropped four hundred degrees, <laughs> you're not gonna win. You I told y'all this. We had a conversation the next day, and I told y'all, nigga, it could have been Albi. That album is still going to be there in the morning. I'm not about to lose no sleep to listen to an album. You know, be the same, be the same, the same person that said uh, she don't. She's a standing nobody, but got Albi short T-shirts, lighters, plates, and prayed to the nigga. <laughs> I, there's like five episodes where he's like, "Dear Albie," <laughs> so yeah. So don't, 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 come, don't come, don't come in here trying to downplay shit. Talking about I didn't you. Say, I didn't say I'm a stand to nobody. Yeah, what did. I said is, I'm not stand enough to lose sleep for anybody. Oh, we ain't talking about what you just said. We talking about phone conversation from last week, and I said the same thing. So, so you wouldn't go see uh, the new Avenger movie? At twelve o'clock when they drop, <laughs> you're not gonna win, sir. <laughs> no, you know me. I said, what and I said. if you know one thing about me, I'm gonna go to sleep. Damn. You get nine ten o'clock at night. I'm fucking tired, and I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm part of the establishment, <clears throat> living off the routines of the man with, with the sun. Hmm. I'm a nocturnal being. Hmm. Say it, bro. Congratulations. No, no, I'll no, be tired too. I say, <laughs> I'll be tired, yeah, tired, tired. I'm tired, and I'm gonna go to sleep. The album will be there in the morning. So the next day, me and the little girl woke up. We listened to it while I was cleaning her pool out. I was like, "Yo, moments is nice." Um, nobody is 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 cool. No phony love is you you know like it's it, the album is cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. My first listen, the album was cool. I didn't have a oh my god, like I didn't have a a, a fucking pootie tang fan <laughs> reaction 
to the album? Well, you know what? It is a big step. And I'll let you know why it's a big step. Because if you all of the mean birds out there, if you go back and listen to our last Nas album that we reviewed, which would be the Lost Tapes 2 album. Mm-hmm. With, I wasn't and also, even there. But yes, you were not even there. You were not, did not want to participate in the discussion. And also, that's funny enough, we had a part one and a part two to that one. <laughs> How many hours did we go? Like four hours? Each one. So it's probably like two and two, three and three. That's it. That's how much we love these Nas albums. So just to have um, the great LL Cool Fee on the show is a huge step. So I'm going to applaud you, Fee. Thank you for coming on the show and, and sitting down with the uh, with, with the with the bros. As we as we get into the album, I had a conversation with your brother about how I'm going to gauge. You know, when I became okay with Nas, and as we get into the album, I'll discuss my aha moment where I felt like he was speaking to me, and I was like, maybe I need to give this nigga a chance. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Say it, sis. (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, we go ahead and get into the album. So that was our initial reaction. So we didn't play the goddamn album. I probably didn't play it straight through. I probably played it straight through about four times. And then I just listened to certain songs now. <clears throat> so before I get into the album or before we get into the album. So this is coming off of the It Was Written energy. So it was written, celebrated its 20, uh, 25th year anniversary on, uh, I think, July the 2nd of this year, 2021. Get that vinyl. And that's when he dropped the uh, Life is Like a Dice Game with uh, uh, oh, Freddie Gibbs and Cor- uh, Corday. Corday, yeah. Um, is that YBN? YBN. No, no, he's not YBN anymore. No that's Young Boy? No, no, no YBN. It's something totally different. That's different. Okay. So, yeah, so YBN. I like or just Corday. I, I, I also like Freddie Gibbs. I know you don't appreciate no. Freddie Gibbs. Not, I, not my I taste like of music. Wait, 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 so, do you, you didn't even like him on that song? I mean, it was cool, but it was just like, damn, you know, we got to talk about drugs. <laughs> like, do we got to talk about cooking crack every goddamn song? My nigga it was like, come on, man. That, that's what he does. I know that. But I'm saying like, <laughs> come on. That, that, that's like saying, hey, push your tea. Can you stop talking about I'm okay? tired of hearing push your tea. Like, push your tea. Come on. Let's grow. This is as Fee, as Fee has said time and time again. Well, I'm. I have the same feeling. Like, I like artists who evolve. Like, I don't like, like I say the same thing. Like, Jadakiss has the same flow. Like he hasn't gotten out of that flow. Like hey, he's a dope artist, hey. but he hasn't gotten out of that pattern. Hey, if you you you, you still see the verses, yet? I see the verses. I watched so, it. So I watched it live. So that to me, that's, that's the energy. No, no, no. That's energy. No, he solidified himself as a legend because all the hits and everything. Like we, you know what it is now. I ain't. But denying, we, we knew. We, we knew I ain't denying his music. I'm just making my point that evolve like i don't go back and be like i gotta listen to that kids i gotta listen to that kids it's like kanye nas uh kenny uh i like what jay is doing uh i've never really been a, a, a jay fan but i like what jay's doing listening to um like artists like that i'll just cap it off at that just listening to artists like that like they give you something different every time it's not the same thing over and over so um so yeah life is like a dice game okay Life is like a dice game, so he drops. Jay had a full run of giving you the blueprint and doing the same thing 
for three fucking albums. And you like Blueprint 3. So that's a lie. <laughs> he didn't grow. <laughs> oh, I said he grow? Yeah. I said I like what he's doing now. No, no, I just no, said that. No, no, I was saying we're just saying how you're uh, you're being inconsistent because no, I said I wasn't a fan of Jay. I say I like what he's doing now, like four, four, four. I, I know the, the the joke is you like Blueprint three, which was no growth from Blueprint one. <laughs> Have you heard Ambition? <laughs> <laughs> I also heard Bars versus Venus. <laughs> Yeah, Alicia should have said, uh, what's that techno shit? <laughs> I could think of that with the ghetto techno. <laughs> no, that's the that's Dr. Dre. <laughs> I forgot, yeah, that techno shit. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh the hell is juicy. <laughs> go ahead, go, go. So uh so yeah, we're coming off of uh, the twenty fifth anniversary of It Was Written. So of course we w- we didn't expect a Nas album to drop because you know Nas waits like every two years to drop an album. <clears throat> so they celebrate the twenty fifth year anniversary. He drops the Life is Like a Dice Game, which is a, a song that's been on the internet since, like, I've I heard Life is Like a Dice Game uh, and shit, like, 98. <laughs> so, uh, but it wasn't finished. So it was like, I hear that. I'm like, okay, cool. He finished it. Yada, yada, yada. Cool. So I say all that to say, I'm, you know, after, you know, taking this album, immersing myself in the album, listening to it, I'm like, damn. It was written, energy, and going back to what we were just, I was just talking about with, Pitchfork dropping the uh, the article on the uh, the hip hop's birthday, playing with the energies, dates and stuff like that. I'm looking at okay, this is it was written. Illmatic is what it is. Everybody was expecting him to make a Illmatic two. Mm-hmm. He drops it was written, which goes <laughs> totally left. So with KD two dropping, I'm looking at it like okay, he wins a Grammy for uh, King's Disease. Great album. When we see that he's about to drop KD2, and then we listen to it and it's doing what it's doing, is this the same energy? Hey, Hmm. he goes in a different... Well, it's same formula, but he takes it to a whole different level with KD2. And like I said, playing off that, it was written energy going left from Illmatic and taking it to another level. So when you say it like that, so it took Nas about almost 30 years to realize, hey, if you drop an album that everybody likes, do a follow-up just, <laughs> just near it. So we appreciate it was written now. So that's why I say Nas took a huge risk. It, like you were saying earlier, how everybody shitted on that album back then. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember there was a huge uh, campaign of everybody was like recognizing the quote-unquote genius of the album. But one thing I do remember, uh, Lupe... Back when I was like first listened to Lupe back in like oh seven oh eight, Lupe always said that it was written was better than Illmatic and it was written was his favorite hip hop hip hop album of all time. So to get him to, to come back and say it around and now everybody understand it, it's kinda like I see you, Lupe. You've been saying that for like the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. And, and I can respect that. Exactly. So it seemed like this time around he's like, Oh, we okay, we dropped King's disease. It's like, oh, let's go ahead and do a follow up that has the same kind of feel, same uh the same producer, same uh I say the same field, but then why did you do that back with Illmatic, which is now considered the greatest hip hop album of all time? But I can understand, like I said, Illmatic didn't become Illmatic the way the world sees Illmatic up to the last what ten years. Right. When Illmatic dropped, it was a low key considered a flop back then. Right. So no, they're not gonna do a follow up to a flop. <laughs> well, the Source Awards, as we were just speaking about, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Source Awards played a big, a, a big role in it was written it was written being what it was because again if you 
then dropped a classic album. Like the streets held it a classic. Source gave it five mics. So 95 Source Award, you don't win lyricist of the year or album of the year. Steve Stout's in your ear like, hey, we got to take it to the next level. And then also Nas tells a story that he went to the Source Awards. Uh, he had to borrow $1,000 from his homie to get some gear to wear to the Source Awards because he think he's going to win something. So he borrowing money to, you know, get his drip game right for the Source Awards. Didn't win nothing. Pissed off. Like, damn, y'all going to shit on me like that. Hence what's this fueled uh, it was written. So... His mind state wasn't like, I'm just going to do a follow-up and just do Illmatic 2. So it's funny how everybody wanted him to do an Illmatic 2, and he gave us It Was Written, and then he drops King's Disease, gets a Grammy, which he should have got something, uh, you know, an award for Illmatic, and then people thinking he's not going to drop nothing or going to come with just another album with another producer or do something totally left or just do something different. And he says, hey, fuck it, I'm just going to give y'all part two. And I remember reading... Uh, people, when uh, he announced that he's going to drop uh, King's, Di- King's Disease 2, people were like, that's not creative. Uh, why is he going to do this? going to be a trash album. That I hate when artists do a part two to a classic. And, you know, it's going to be all trash. And it's just going to, he's just trying to get, this is a money, you know, this is a money uh, run or whatever. Uh, he's just trying to get a bag. And then he pretty much uh, shuts everybody up. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. So it's interesting to hear from that perspective. And I understand it. I liked King's Disease, but it wasn't the the Nas album that I was that I really wanted. So mm-hmm. when I heard, like I said, when I heard it was the King's Disease too, it was kind of like, eh, okay, like it's not like it was, it's not, it's not going to be a bad album, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it would be the album that I've been waiting for since 2012. Right. It ended up being that. And King's Disease was only like 30 minutes. Illmatic was like probably like 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was only 10 tracks. Nine tracks with the intro, and then uh, King's Disease 2 is damn near hour, which it was written was like 16 tracks. Storytelling gave you way more than what Illmatic gave you. Exactly. So playing on the energy, so I just wanted to bring that up. So we can go ahead and jump into the uh, the album. Okay. Pressure. <laughs> Shout out to Don Tolliver. That was Don, Ta- Don yeah. Tolliver. Yeah, so, so why, why are you doing that on this album? But you were doing that, that uh, let me, let me, no, you were doing that goofy shit. They got a heart to replace me. That, that, that was. The pressure way of tongue is getting too heavy. Song was down this Drake bag. I was feeling that song. Hmm. I can hear uh, Aubrey. Got him across the belly. <laughs> so yeah so what y'all thoughts on uh, the pressure solid 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 yeah. start I like, I like the beat <clears throat> yeah I like the, the transitions um, mm-hmm. on the, the transition the beat change um, the beat overall hurting niggas I think they out for the season mm. So yeah, wait, so, wait, 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 was that a uh, shot at a, a young Yeezy? No, no, that was a shot at Cole Cooley. Ooh, off season. He did, did jump from his album. So yeah, so uh, yeah, the 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 listening to the the pressure off rip, it was like okay, I can. It, it felt different. It's like you hear the intro. Intro is supposed to set the set the stage for 
your album and it's like just the sound and the feel and the transitions i'm like okay because you go back and listen to like the uh the intro to king's disease it was like okay cool this is like nostalgic nas like rapping over uh you know soul sample I was like, okay, cool. That was a nice intro. Mm-hmm. This intro was like, damn, this is like some y'all took the sound to the next level. Exactly. It was like um, inspire them again like I didn't already. Yeah. Niggas throw the confetti. Oh, little versions of the no replacements. We'll, we'll, get with, we'll get with that. We'll, we'll deal with that on the at the end. Wait, man. With the with the the disses. All right. That was fair. Okay, okay. I've been on fire for generations. Five, four generations. Oh, he said fire for generations. Yes. No, fire for generations. Four, uh, the number, the number four. four. I thought he said five, four. I thought he said five. He said five, four. Okay, like five. the number four, the number four. That's what I thought I heard. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. fire for generations. If you really think about it, that's been fired since what, 91? Yeah, 91. That was a uh, that was during with the golden era, with the golden era the boom bap. Well, that's when it started to shift. So he was hot before the shift, before the West Coast happened, right? And he, the bad boy era, <laughs> the J run. That, that yeah, he's been hot for yeah. Pause. Wow, 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 Drunk, drunk texting while I'm out here trying to spread the message. Hey, women. Let, 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 let the man uh, serve his purpose. Don't drunk text him. Well, you can't be his age being in the DMs is what he's saying. <laughs> very, very true. So we go to uh, Death Row East. Whoa, whoa, come on. <laughs> whoa. Let's talk about it. Go to Death Row East. <laughs> <laughs> So Death Row East. So we got to take it back to uh, the conversation pre. No, after we listened to it. No, no, no. This is pre-album. <laughs> pre-album. <laughs> pre-album. The pre-album talk. So we had a conversation. I wish we would have recorded it. Um, but we had a, a a talk before the album came out, and we tried to like guess what this out which each song was going like i think that yeah when he dropped the track the track yeah, list yeah we dropped yeah he dropped the track list then we got on the phone was like hey what do you think each song is gonna be death row east <laughs> was one of them songs we went in <clears throat> these niggas grabbed pencils and pens <laughs> started doing fucking anagrams <laughs> <laughs> If you do, we know that you we know the history. Yeah. These niggas was out here doing Sudoku with letters. <laughs> <laughs> Sudoku. <laughs> so uh so I think what did I say? Um because this again, I was making the same uh claim that this is giving me it was written vibes, just on the strength and me understanding like you doing certain things at certain times to pull from that energy. So I'm like, okay, looking at this track list is giving me, it was written vibes. Uh, then we had a, 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 went more in depth. So this is how the meme podcast, this is how in depth you two goddamn uh, LL Koofy 
you have these discussions too because we have the main conspiracy theories to show you how far mm-hmm. we go with our thought process and you know analyzing certain things and coming up with these great wonderful ideas so we thinking we're looking at death row east i know the history king of the reach though you say what king of the reach nigga you will reach you be reaching Shout out to Diggable Planet. Hey, it don't matter how long the reach is, as long as the dot connects. <laughs> yes. You can reach for the star as long as you touch one. You touched it. Mm-hmm. Well, so, that's yeah. what Nas said. He's, dancing, he's stepping on the stars. Yes. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, Death Row East. So, I know the history of Death Row East. So, I'm like, okay, shit. He going to bring up the uh, that night in Bryant Park. Um, Number one. Number two. Uh... Christ over here brings up uh I think we start talking about song placement. Mm-hmm. And then uh like if you understand like it was written song number 2 was the message on it was written. Yeah. Um which took uh shots at uh, t- shots at Pac. Now Nas denies and say I wasn't talking about Pac. He was talking about Pac. <laughs> so, because if you understand the story, Death Row East, whatnot, they will respectfully uh, take the diss songs off of each other's albums. No, because it was written as already had came out when they talked at Bryant Park. Yeah. But the Machiavelli album, uh, Tupac was to take off um, Against All Odds on the album and any diss records, whatever. So before we get into that history, um, so I'm like, okay, um looking at album placement death row east so i think you brought up this might be an ether too and then i looked at the letters <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> you said something like ether it's like this might be an ether part two just looking at the energy it was written beef death row east so we looking at the uh he says this might be ether part two I'm looking at the goddamn letters on Death Row East and started, and this is when uh, what Fee is talking about with Sudoku. I went and grabbed a marker and some paper <laughs> and wrote out Death Row East and then wrote out Ether 2 and then start crossing letters out. And it was like Ether 2 and then the only... Sad. Yeah, sad. <laughs> <was> the S-A-A. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so we was like uh damn well it went to a whole different other level but so because i was like what is uh what is drake's son name is his name Assad? because <laughs> because <laughs> i was like s-a-a-d is left so you got a s-a-a-d so i'm like whose name correlates to that so I'm like, is Drake's son a side down? You about to diss Drake. Because cause you also got to put yourself in the mindset. Nas, this is you on like subliminal, like esoteric science shit. So you got to break shit down. He's not just going to come out and just surface level a goofy ass uh, diss. You're going to have to like really look at and really know what you're looking at to break something down. So that's why we got into that bag. And I was like, damn, Nas is the type of person that would hide the um, <laughs> the meaning or the, the actual title of the song in other <laughs> letters and shit just to throw you off and shit. Now, may I, may I add on to this theory that this was a diss song to someone? Okay, go ahead. So if we know the history of uh, Pac uh, being uh, a Pac coming to New York mm-hmm. and, as they say, not being touched. Mm-hmm. 
with this being ether part two, and when you change the words around, could be a diss to Jay because like, hey, even I stepped to Pac when every when all shit was real. Where were you? Where were you at? Right. Because like I said, um, Pac <clears throat> called out Jay. Fuck Jay Z. So he already had. So he knew who Jay was. So why was it Jay stepping to uh to Pac in the in, in the park? Why wasn't well, Mob Deep was. No, they was getting shit at all too. Yeah, but they didn't step to him. They just dropped the diss song. Right. But like nobody actually stepped to him except for Nas and Jungle. <laughs> and Jungle won a war. Hmm? Shout, shout out to Jungle. <laughs> Be about that action. So the history. So yeah, that's how deep we went in, with that song and breaking the letters down and all that. Like, damn, he about to diss somebody. So I'm like, okay. And then also the history. So getting into the history. So the Death Row East. That nigga was scared of Shug. So he, he, might, he must be talking about yeah, talking about somebody that was around who didn't say nothing. <clears throat> so yeah, so understanding the height of the East Coast West Coast beef, Bad Boy versus uh, Death Row, uh, Puff versus Suge, Big versus Pac, and then you know you had other figures uh, in New York, uh, Haitian Jack, um, uh, Tut. You had um, goddamn Jimmy Henchman. Key players in New York that, you know, if you understand the uh, the quad studio shooting, pot going to jail, getting set up for the rape charge, all of that. We talk about that in season one. Uh, we did the uh, four part series with the Tupac. We actually took a we spent, you know, spent the whole episode talking about uh, that, the quad, the quad uh, studio shooting and everything that revolved around that. So. If you understand that and, you know, this whole situation, MTV Music Awards in New York, um, Pac. Now, if you watch the movie All Eyes on Me, they make it seem like Suge gave Pac death row east because also understanding the story, Pac was, you know, wanting to leave uh, death row. Um, Pac was also asking about his money, like, hey, I'm not seeing no bread, you know, da 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 da. And then, you know, he'll get a house or he'll get some new cars. Like, hey, here's some new cars, da 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 da. So in the movie, they show you like Pac went to Suge to go talk about his money. And then he's like, hey, come here to the back. And then, you know, they got the Death Row East signs. And this is in the movie. So it's like, hey, you know, we want you to, to start and uh, start up and head uh, Death Row East. Yada, yada, yada. So in the movie, it's portrayed that way. Now, Death Row was a major uh, influence and pretty much was running shit in the early 90s for the most part. Them expanding to the East Coast where Bad Boy is at and you have, you know, other East Coast uh, East Coast artists over there. Um, that was a major. Uh, that was a major. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, infiltration. Infiltration at the same time, it was a major uh boss move. There you go. Major boss move, whatnot. Because you didn't hear nothing from uh where you heard the I, who shot you uh verse, which they was like, hey, that wasn't for Pac. And this is why <laughs> so Pac was while Pac was in <laughs> while Pac was in jail. But then you coming over, your whole staff coming over to in the height of the East Coast, West Coast beef, you come to New York. With the death row e signs, like, hey, we about to, we about money, da 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 da. The uh, the guy from MTV was like, hey, you know, talk to us about death row east. And Pac was like, do you believe? Do you believe in God? 
He was like, he was like, yeah, then believe in death row East. <laughs> so, so yeah. So then he goes and like, Hey, this is about money. Uh, you know, boom, 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 boom. So he breaks that down. So point I'm making the movie, it, it makes, it seems like Pac is heading death row East. So in actuality, it was Eric B who was heading death row East. So Eric B is president. Uh... Call back, call back. Eric B for president. He did become president of death row East. So he is a major uh, factor in bringing Nas and Pac together. So the, the infamous meetup in Brian Park with Nas and his crew jungle and all of them brave hearts and all the Queens and Brooklyn niggas with Pac death row uh, outlaws and a bunch of New Jersey, niggas, Jersey, yeah, Jersey. Jersey niggas. It was like, Eric B was the one that brought them together because if you understand Nas's history, Nas was in the studio with Eric B and Rakim and he would record demo songs during Eric B and Rakim sessions when they would pretty much break. He'll go in and do some songs. So he was brought up under Eric B and Rakim. So he was the little brother for the most part. So Eric B has his uh, connections on the West Coast with Suge in the death row camp. So he was the liaison or the uh, the mediator. So he's the one that brought them together. And he's the one that was head of Death Row East. So you can go listen to the interviews that he's done, Eric B, uh, with Queens Flip. And this is coming from Eric B's. Uh, it's coming from his mouth. So he's the one that's saying all this stuff. So needless to say, they talked. Um, they pulled, you know, of course, they people was ready to go at it, but. Pac and Nas pulled them, pulled each other to, they went to the side talk. Pac was like, Hey, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, beefing. We shouldn't be, uh, but before per Eric B, he said, Hey, Nas, I mean, Pac was ready to box Nas. He was ready to put hands on Nas. Eric was like, Hey, Nas is, doesn't want no beef. He's already saying he don't want no, no problems with you. But at the same time, Nas is not one of these niggas. He's built for it. He's not one of these niggas. If you back Nas in the corner, he will he will come back at you, and it's not going to be a good look for the most part. <clears throat> so they, you know, they pretty much squashed everything. Like, hey, and Eric B says on the way back to L.A., Pac was like, hey man, Nas is a cool brother. I want to do music with Nas. We need to fly Nas. You know, when we uh, come back from the uh, the Tyson fight, we're gonna fly Nas out and we're gonna do an album together. I just thought about something. What is that? If Nas and Pac would have made, uh, well, if Pac didn't die, and they came, and they say he flew Nas out to um, L.A. L.A. Imagine um, them doing a remix because they did the same beat on Street Dreams and All Eyes on Me, mm-hmm. where they came out with a song together with the same beat. What would that would have sound like? Hmm. That would have been that would have been good for the culture. It would have been phenomenal. I think it would have been uh, classics that came out of that because Tupac respected Nas. Me and my girlfriend, the, who, uh, I gave you power. I gave you power. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, Pac even says, like, hey, that's where I got me and my girlfriend from, listening to I Gave You Power. Yeah. So there was respect there on both ends. Now, taking it a step further, Nas is Biggie's man. Well, they were cool. I'm not saying that they were like, <laughs> Nas is cool with Big. Bad boy, he's cool with Puff. 
if Nas goes over there and does that, what does that do for Nas in regards to him coming home to New York around Big and Puff and Jay? Because Jay is actually Big's right-hand man at the time before he gets killed. So if Nas goes over to Death Row and starts fucking with Pac, them two connecting, then you have a Biggie and Jay versus Nas and Pac. <laughs> now I, I would add this to what you're saying so as you you, you said how would it looked when Nas went back to New York right if Pac would have lived Defro East would have got off the ground even Nas said Sugar's about to turn uh, uh, half of New York red mm-hmm. so they might not have liked it but they weren't going to do nothing about it because then I, I think if that would have happened, Nas would have been the top dog in the East Coast. Clearly no debating. He would have overtook Biggie. And then that that fight would have been even more prevalent. So the Nas and Biggie fight would happen before Jay, the Nas and Jay fight. Mm. So I think, so I, actually, I would say it'd be more of a Pac and, so it'd be like Pac and Nas versus Jay, uh, Big and Big Little Man Jay. <laughs> right. Now, would that have fueled <clears throat> A fire in Jay Z to take him on a whole different trajectory. <laughs> it turned into a battle rapper <laughs> because Jay doesn't like to be second to nobody. So even though he was already trying to outshine Big on Brooklyn's Finest, him playing second to Biggie in the in the uh, beef with Pac and Nas, Jay would have to battle Big to be like, "Hey, I'm better than Big, and I can go against Jay." And, I mean, Nas and and Pac. So would that have fueled a fire in Jay-Z to take him to levels we've never seen, just given the position that he was in and knowing the type of dude he is? Well, nigga, you should have showed up at the park. (laughs) Exactly. Nigga was scared to show. (laughs) Where was Puff and his goons? (laughs) He didn't want that. That was a great, uh, great detailed breakdown of Death Row East. So what do you think about the song? What backstory of uh, Death Row East? What do you think about the song? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm the one that brought it up. Um, it has uh, the beat is reminiscent of Against All Odds because I think I remember you said <laughs> you said the beat sounded off. Yes, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Damn!" And I'm listening to the Against All Odds beat, and I'm like, "Damn!" It does have that same kind of feel as death row east like he was pulling from that energy of against all odds and that beat is pretty much reminiscent of that you know what i i was almost with you and i kept thinking the uh uh once again it was don tolliver in the background Mm -hmm. for no reason i said it was danny boy (laughs) i said it was danny boy i was like damn look at danny boy trying to get some features (laughs) some features and you know my dumb ass was like ain't that johnny p (laughs) (laughs) rest in peace Johnny P so yeah the song he didn't go in like I was thinking he was going to go in song was cool was it the stop and glow flow the stop and go flow I didn't care about that I was wanting more more some facts Oh, so so you said so, let's talk about it. You ain't really talk about it. 
basically said pretty much everything we already knew. Right. Well, of course, we are we are extensive studiers of history. So, yes. But I was going to say this. I was looking, just like you're saying, I was looking for more of a last real nigga alive. Like, mm. nigga, like two verses, you just going to fuck it, just breaking everything down of what, 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 what was going on and what happened and shit. So when I got the, uh, well, as soon as I heard the beat, I was like, okay, it ain't going to be that. It's too happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the last real niggas alive, that's the dark, that's a dark ass beat. Exactly. But like, like, you, like we heard as soon as that shit dropped, we like, oh shit. <laughs> like, so hey, you it, shit. It, it, it did feel airy. Yeah. <laughs> like you threw on Thriller, listening to the goddamn last real nigga alive. <laughs> Not that real <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, and another example of that on this album would be when I first heard, um, I started jumping ahead, but when I first heard the, um, My Bible, mm-hmm. when the beat came on, at first I was like, what the fuck? Did it? Like, oh shit! Okay, <laughs> like I, I knew he was about to go in on this shit. Okay, so this was not the. When I heard the beat. I was like, "Is he gonna go in? <laughs> like, how's he gonna rap on this?" But when you hear "Against All Odds," the beat when it comes in, do you think it's about to be some friendly shit? No. <laughs> and Pac went all the way in on "Against All Odds" on that beat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm going to listen to that on the way home. I'm pulling the car. <laughs> Anger. So yeah, Death Row East. Yeah, the beat. That's what I got. Uh, it was reminiscent of Against All Odds. Yeah, lyrically, it was. It's like the beat. The beat is okay. It kind of throws me off when I hear it now. It doesn't match the vibe of the song. I keep saying like the background vocals threw me off. It's one of my least favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. But but it's still but it's still a it's a good song. It's not a, a great song. It's no Blunt Ashes. <laughs> it's no Brave Heart Party. Oh, it's a good song. Pieces. Well, um, well. Uh, after listening to you guys ramble for hours and make and it no and make anagrams, I was <laughs> expecting so. M- much more out of what I got. <laughs> so we, um, broke it down. we broke it down better for you than he did. I, I I just I was expecting something else. I don't care for him on that beat. Um, I don't know what it was about his flow that I just. I can't get jiggy with that shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. You said you didn't like his flow on it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Just as a whole, but I keep telling y'all, like that's. I don't. I don't care for that song. Because mm-hmm. that's the one thing I would say that I did like about the song was how he, how he, how he attacked the beat. He didn't attack what he said. So you say you didn't attack anything. I would disagree with that. But, but nothing was attacked on this scene. The only thing he got up in arms about was that jungle didn't put a hit out on Pi. A stretch. Yeah, stretch. Don't you put that on jungle. Whoever the fuck. Hey, let's get you gotta get names right in that, boy. That's the only time that nigga. If there ever was a nigga who was about that action, it was Jungle. So let, let, let's get it, let's get it corrected. <laughs> no, he's somebody about didn't. 
somebody didn't set Pac up, and that's the last time he's going to speak on that. Stretch from Live Squad. The one where Tupac made the song Holla, if, holla, holla at me. Holla at me. If you see me, nigga, you better holla at me. Are you confused? You better be we better, we better not find where you stay. Yeah, so everybody thinks the first verse of that song is about Biggie, but really it's about Stretch. So yeah, Stretch. So yeah, that was uh, uh so yeah, Stretch played a uh, very integral role uh, being down with Pac, but being on the East Coast. Uh, but then also uh, f- fucking with Nas as well. So, oh, did you know that? Uh, I think it was Stretch that uh, produced uh, Wild Nigga Rap, Silent Murder, Silent Murder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, uh, Hit Boy pulled inspiration from Johnny J. Death Row Records. What for Death Row East to produce it? Don't say that. There's <laughs> a caption. Coming up with the baseline on Death Row East. Rest in peace to Johnny J, my main inspiration for this beat. Okay, the baseline. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's not the guitar. <laughs> I was like, it gave us a, it gave us a, uh, how do you want it type of vibe. I like, I don't want to hear that. I would hear, I would hear, uh, I would hear like no more pain type of beat for, the, for this, uh, for this song. For Death Row East. Thank you. Yeah. So next on the list, we got 40 side, bro. Forty side. You fucking stand it. OG yeah. talk. Project house. <laughs> My boss. For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I can send niggas to slide. I rather show them the ropes. Integrity matters the most. I give the hood hope. hope. So when I first heard this song, I was like, finally, someone I can a Nas song I can play for my friends. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, let's turn this Nas on. <laughs> It'd be okay. So shout out to Nas. Thank you for that one. Now, after listening to the album several times, it kind of lost its luster. But that's also my fault because I'll start nitpicking because since you're doing like on these uh these south type of beats, so I try to get the uh get the bass knocking and shit. Now, now I'm listening to how you're rapping on it. What do you what are you saying? And I'm not saying that he was being lazy on the song, but it wasn't well, he was more simple lyrically, but I did like the first verse. He, he, he was talking talking that up that profound shit mm-hmm. so um i like the song it was just like the beat like when i first heard it it was more exciting now this was like uh it's a cool beat it was no blunt ashes though exactly <laughs> it was definitely not a blunt ashes wasn't for us he was speaking to the youth the youth you can't rapidly rap on those type beats you can do what you can it's like when we was rapping back in the day, everybody rapping like they was from H Town. Man, I done came down. Man, I didn't die. I had the same man, boy, man. Like <laughs> that vibe, like you couldn't rap any different. Like everybody was rapping that way. So it's like you just had to get in pocket and just rap. Well, then you had the the great uh, a, a Slim Thugger, and then a uh, comedian there showed that yeah, you could do it. Paul Wall and them. Later. Later, yeah. Evolution. Yeah, but yeah, it's like you can't really twist it and do anything different on those type beats. Definitely on that. You just bring some substance. So yeah, so I guess so. Well, I I pretty much I was like cool. What do you think, sir? I mean, like it was cool. Like the first time I was like cool. I can I can rock to it, but I don't go back and listen to it now. It was like oh, okay, cool. Like you were just saying, 
is not the same as like that's like one is like it's not a it's not a trash song it's not a bad song but i can respect it i like what he was talking about on it i could you know listen to it again so it wouldn't be one of them things where it's like i'm just never gonna listen to this ever again oh shout out the uh the for real for real part is little baby is a sample for real for real yeah he sampled it okay more samples by hit boy so epmd2 Featuring Eric and Parrish making dollars, and making dollars, and uh, and, making, and Marshall and making old ass points. The <laughs> <laughs> verses. So Nas, uh, give you some facts. Nas paid homage to EPMD on a previous album. Do you know which album that is? Why do I think it has to do something with Parrish? No. I was wrong. Okay. You're overthinking. It's the Nostradamus album. The lead single, Nostradamus. Oh, yeah, I thought of that. He used the beat from, uh, was it Funky? Was I wrote it down? Let the Funk Flow off the Strictly Business album. They used the, They had the same beat. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that tidbit. I did, I did not know that. Thank you, sir. Make you want to, it's like you have more appreciation for than even though a lot of people are like, damn, that was a trash song. But you listen to the lyrics, but the lyrics is on point. I need an encore, y'all. You should welcome me back. You want a ball till you fall. I can help you with that. You want beef? I can let a slug melt in your hat. I'm a wild barbarian. Too hard to scare in them. Century 21 solo eclipse. You listen to the words that I wrote on a disc. So, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. Homage to EPMD using that uh that beat. Now with the EPMD two song, I was expecting a different beat because this is part two. But no one knows. No, I, I wasn't expecting a different beat because first off, I didn't know what was EPMD the, the first version. They, they just dropped that song just randomly, right? No, that was on the uh what uh fucking oh that was a random song. I'm thinking about the uh song off of the uh Fucking uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh no, that was a different song. Damn, what album was that? That's no placement. See, that's no business. No, because I remember like the song came out, but I didn't know why. Like, like why the song was out. I thought the song was fire. I actually liked the beat, so I can see why they redid the same beat because it wasn't like the song was like out there, out there like that. And plus, you got Eminem on there, so. You'll see if you can rap on that type of beat to see or see how he's gonna attack it. Head boy. Oh shit. What are you trying to do? I was trying to pull up to see where the uh the album, what album is on. Oh yeah, it was just a song by itself. Okay. So Fee, what do you think of uh, let's go ahead and have our discussion about the uh oh wait first, let's go ahead and go go in order. Uh EPMD uh came on the track and proceeded <laughs> to tell us about everything that we already know. We need to raise minimum wage. We need a uh, homes. Give us the us, man. Give us our 40 acres in a mule. And one of my problems, like they had the, um, he said, let the shit fly in your head like Mike Pence. Yeah. And I literally did not remember that shit until I looked on Genius. I was like, oh, that shit. Like that was old. <laughs> that was last. That was that was so that was pre election. <laughs> that was like before COVID almost. <laughs> the water's changed since then. You know how long it took him to come up with that? 
the shit fly because it flies me on shit. And then there was a fly and, and what you call his head and Mike Pence's head and he's a piece of shit. Oh, that was last year, buddy. So I didn't like that. I didn't, I, I appreciate him them getting on the track, but I didn't like the subject matter. I didn't like how they attacked it. It was kind of like, uh, then luckily it was only like what eight to ten bars. They, they got they, they got the mic. Thank you. And gave it to the uh, to give gave it to the to the, the, to the <laughs> Don. No, but I'm gonna give it to the yo boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically they will be the young boys to EPMD, right? But yes. So what do you think about Nas's verse? Uh, well, when he started it off, it was on a different beat. So I'm like, okay, all right. And That's why I thought the beat would be different. Yeah. No, I, I was expecting it to be different before I even heard it. Because mm-hmm. remember uh, on that phone call where we was breaking down the song? Yeah. Uh, pre, pre-album pre release, I was like, that'll be dope if they uh, took the uh, the EPMD song and just flipped the verse. If uh, Hit Boy flipped the verse, uh, I forgot which, which song. It's one of the... Uh, let me look it up real quick. But I was like, yeah, if they take that and just flip it, because uh, Nas has a freestyle over that same beat on one of the mixtapes. Um, yeah, so what you're saying? Da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, like, uh, that's simple. Do, 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 do. It's the same one of them. It's the Washington, D.C. Uh, Tommy Davidson special. Well, it takes that sample. Yeah, I said the sample. Yeah, that song. yeah. But yeah, I thought they was gonna he was gonna take one of their famous songs and then like restructure the beat, and they was just gonna all of them was gonna kill it. Wait, wait is it the um the Parliament sample on You Got to Chill, right? Yeah. What if he just did that beat? No, no, no. You Got to Chill was do 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 do. Not sure. Appreciate that. Right now, now you got to God dang it. That's what you're saying. That's the Parliament. Da, da, that's what you're saying. I thought it was a different type of beat. I thought no. I thought you did. I thought he had another P Funk type of beat too. Probably. But I thought it'd be like a like a topic dog type of example. What what would be a dude with like a topic dog sample? American way. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, so uh so I was thinking they was gonna restructure uh, a old EPMD beat and all of them was gonna kill it. And I was like, damn, like that's how you do it. But uh so he comes on, he raps, it's on a different beat. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then the 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 beat from EPMD, the the original song, comes back on. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So then Nah, um, I think that's when uh, Eric and Paris did their thing. Uh, I didn't really mind. It was like, cool. I was just like, hey, paying homage. Glad he got them on the song. So it's just, you know, showing love to the the old school, the old generation. Nas comes on, gives us a different verse. So I'm like, cool. He kills that. Then it was like, Marshall, goddammit. You better come through on this motherfucking song. All right, let me revert back. We, We forgot one line from PMD. What do you say? They also say? said um, <clears throat> they want to. Um, where'd he go? Best wishes, ghost him like he's Tommy. Rap world, let's stop with the power bars. <laughs> ghost Tommy, let's don't do well, that. Well, they they got damn. Uh, they're in like the third. Uh, the, the, the Canaan. <laughs> yeah, they're in Canaan's uh, world now. Shit, it's like power. Pretty much, it was like two years. Power went off. Then they did uh, post what happened in Power with the Sun. They ran through that first season. Now they in Canaan. So this is like that was like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm gonna assume maybe it's an old verse that they just like all of EPMD's lyrics are dated. 
Yes, I said, maybe wrote that verse like the year before. <laughs> and uh, they're like, they got, they got excited. Somebody to put them on a beat. <laughs> they're just ready, waiting for someone to call. Waiting for someone to ring them. I have this great Mike Pence line and just waiting to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up before it gets too old. <laughs> so, yeah, it probably is probably like one of those situations where. It was like last minute, like, hey, we want y'all on the album, and they had to like come up with something real, real quick. Kind of like when we listened to, uh, so, so they, they talk to years. <laughs> so it's like when we when you hear uh, full circle, and you hear like Foxy's and Cormega's verse, like AZ is like it seemed like AZ been in the studio with Nas, like when they was like talking <laughs> it out, like okay, this is what we're gonna do, boom, 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 and AZ was there for a while, like. He was in the studio for quite some time. But, but, and no, Cormega no. comes in like, like, hey, come down to the studio. And he wrote his verse like r- rather quickly. And then Foxy rather quickly. Because their verses kind of like was like, uh. uh and of course, with, with Fox. I'm waiting since she got out of jail. You said what happened? She said Fox had that line waiting. While she was in, the j- in, in prison. She been waiting. So it's kind of like on some last minute, like your schedule. Then it's like, hey, I need you to come down. And you got, you only got so much time, and you got to, you know, rush and you know, write something to get it off. So if I was Cormega, I would take that as a, uh, like, nigga, you dissing me again? <laughs> you give me proper time. You get AZ two weeks to write. And you give me thirty minutes. <laughs> I mean, it happens like that. You know, schedules and stuff like that, getting you in the studio, booking times and stuff. So. It could be like one of those like situations with EPMD, just like how we, just like how we uh, talk about the Nasir album. He didn't have enough time with Kanye. It was a rushed album, so you see the results of that. You can you can look at bars and be like, if you listen to this, you listen to King's Disease, and then you go back and listen to Nasir. Like lyrically, you could tell like, okay, yeah, he rushed. Like he didn't have enough time to really sit and with these beats and write. Okay, I see what you mean. So that's just giving uh, EPMD the the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> you use the Nazer album to give EPMD the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so M's, M's verse. All right. Okay. I'm trying to avoid this. So I'm like, God damn it, M. You didn't have to do all that. In a positive way or a negative way? <laughs> I get M is a student of the game. I get M is a fan of EPMD. Um, <clears throat> so it's kind of like, let me just show out. Let me just put my all. And you, sometimes you can go overboard. And it's like, he just took it. Like, and I get it. Do your shit. Talk your shit. Um, I'm a, I love Nas's work. I love EPMD's work. I'm a fan of both. This is an honor. So, but let me get my rapidly rap shit off. So you're saying that um, Eminem was being the uh, typical white man. And stepping in uh, and wearing out his welcome and going above and beyond what he was supposed to do. <laughs> he said, hey, just give me a good 16, 24 bars. He gave like a, a, mook, a mook third round against a <laughs> verb 30 minutes straight. Like, all right, they got this so short love the EPMD. Calm down. So, I mean, like 24, if you gave like 32, like two verses, <laughs> been like, well, he probably, he probably did do two verses. But uh, if you if you just gave like it, you don't have to give you your standard sixteen. It's like damn, I'm on a song with EPMD and Nas. So you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna shine. I want to shine. And he went last. So you already know like when you're last, you gotta do your thing. You pretty much drive it home. 
Okay, I'll play this. It, it was I think it was equivalent to like thirty two bars. Okay. He really only needed sixteen because the second half, the second sixteen was like, okay, yeah, do that. The first sixteen was not needed. But as uh, the great uh, LL Kufi over there was going to attest to that, this Eminem verse is extremely is, is a testament of wit and, and, and lyrical dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> the prowess was perfected somehow with the uh, Christmas bars. Are, 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 are you there? Are you going to speak on this inverse? Are you listening to it right now? Reminiscing? No, I'm here. I just be waiting for y'all to finish so that I can get in because I'm trying to talk, but I'm not being heard. So I just wait. I think you're on mute. <laughs> yeah, wait. I'm not on, no, I'm not on mute. I'm trying to uh, get in here, but I am not being heard. I think it's better when I'm there in person. To where y'all can see that I'm trying to say something. All you gotta do but is just say something. I'm <laughs> talking. Gotta, all you gotta do is say I'm, something. I'm talking. <laughs> so I didn't say it's an exercise in miracle death. <laughs> what we're not gonna do is Yes, you did. Morning. You did say that. Exact <laughs> <Those exact> words. <laughs> <laughs> where did I come up with that from? <laughs> He's not. Yeah. Ma- he's not going to make up anything like that. I don't know. I'm in college. <laughs> God, I don't even fucking talk like that. So we yes, know. You, you be bringing up like big words, and I'll be like, "What? What is that?" So don't be coming <laughs> over here acting like no, you don't I be talking like that. Come on now. I'm bringing up regular everyday words, but you're stupid, <laughs> and you don't know. Like you, the smartest, <laughs> dumbest nigga in the room. Jesus, all right. So I don't talk like that. You've been lying. To- he lied. <laughs> lied. Fucking lied. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you've been lying this whole goddamn show. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Fuck out of here. On my first listen, we had a conversation about it. The album upon my first listen was cool. I had my three to four tracks that I was like, yo, I really like those. The rest of the album was cool. So with the Marshall vert, like I had an issue with Eric. I don't appreciate Eric Sermon. There's nothing that anybody can say to me that will make me appreciate Eric Sermon. You're not going to get that out of me because I don't feel like he does it for me. He don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 don't, I don't like it. Um, as far as Marshall, witty, sure. Lyrical dexterity, nigga, where? Nobody even says things like that. What white person were you listening to that you brought to me? Um, you are um, half white. Yeah, exactly. What I, we had a whole 30-minute conversation did, about bucks flying and reindeers. <laughs> that doesn't mean I said he had lyrical dexterity. What I said is I didn't know that it was a gun bar, which makes it even more witty. I was thinking money and animal, bucks but, and bucks. Well, as I, I said, wasn't thinking. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I wasn't thinking of 
uh, a gun bar. I also wasn't thinking about what Kim said, which is the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> I I was too, I thought it was just a double aunt Andre. Yeah, that's all it really was. It was a double aunt Andre, a double aunt Andre with three random schemes with built in built into it. So you had like so the gun scheme. No, no, that's not. No, those aren't. Um, oh wait, that's mean different meetings. No, but no. So that's my problem with that line. When when they talk about the gun bar, there is no reference to guns before that. So you can't just switch from talking about oh I'm gonna get a chicken and throw money out the window, and then all of a sudden it becomes right. a gun reference because there's no mention and of guns. I didn't, I didn't hear that, or I didn't perceive it as that. I thought it was Marshall doing what Marshall does best. And that is, you know, he he is witty and says shit that you don't expect to go together. He was more along the lines of kamikaze Marshall Mathers than uh, fucking uh, music to be murdered by one or two. Okay. So putting words together just to match... That lyrical miracle. Yes. Yes, you what you mean. I I got no L's like Christmas. You don't want to make the claws come out. Y'all should call yourself Santa because none of y'all are real. Nah. Not a single one like a dollar bill. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just like you, just like your bitch in the appellate Apple court, she's on appeal. Nigga, are you slow? Appellate. Appellate, thank you. I, I can't say, pronounce that goofy ass word. Th- thank you. Uh, once again, showing your college knowledge. <laughs> college <laughs> knowledge. College knowledge. You're a lyrical miracle, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, yeah. I dropped out. <laughs> That's why I like Kanye. But we got we I'm got her saying. a bond, and she'll never bail on me, not even out of jail. Ha ha, jail. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I was saying. These are not good oh. bars. These There's are not- some of the better bars on the song. <clears throat> you said not like what? There's some of the better bars on the song. Word. It's better like, than I mean, it's better than uh we need some homes, we need a loan, <laughs> fuck a stimulus, we need some interest. <laughs> but and no. and and y'all niggas, I I bet you y'all got the stimulus because Eric and Parrish ain't making dollars. You got to chill. He did. Oh, oh, wait. I have a Nas line to quote. Go ahead, sir. <clears throat> She's getting scary. Blood on my hands like Harry. Might walk through a cemetery to see where hip hop is buried. I said it was dead, but it's faked as death like Machiavelli. We'll talk about and that later. And he actually pronounced it correctly. He said he, he, he used it correctly? He pronounced it correctly. He wasn't actually talking about Pac. Machiavelli. 
mm-hmm. not Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. So the second part of the inverse to me was a lot better. But also, did, wait, did he have that tortilla chips line? Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating you B-I-T-C-H is like tortilla chips. Me, I'm in free of debt. Yeah, green is on the chia pit. <laughs> this is the effects of my old neighborhood misery index poverty at this peak OCD and PTSD I guess so it's, it's funny how I read I just read Eminem I just read Eminem lyrics like I was uh, like I was Kendrick <laughs> R.I.P. out to D and so I preferred the second part over the over the first part of that but was it a over- one of the better verses on the song? Oh yeah, well yeah, it's it, it's bearable. It's bearable. Yeah, I, 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 I push through. I push through it. <clears throat> so it's like okay, it's, it's it's good to hear Nas and M on the same song. Now, did Eminem murder Nas on this song? Nah, nobody. <laughs> oh, boom! And that's also my other problem. So you gave first off, you gave Jay Renegade. <laughs> the beat and the uh, classic verse. You gave Nas a bullshit ass beat for a uh, godson on uh, the cross. Carry the cross, and then you give me an old rambling ass verse twenty years later. Like, <clears throat> does Eminem is Eminem more of a Jay Z fan? No, here's the deal. Who did the production on all of those songs? Well, M, M did Renegade and ca- the cross <laughs> and the cross. <laughs> He produced those songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who produced EPMD two? I guarantee you, it wasn't Hip Boy. It wasn't. It wasn't M. And shame on <laughs> Jay Z for letting M produce, and then hearing the beat and being like, "I'm gonna go ahead and go go with this anyway." Okay, I see what you're saying there. Well, as I said, um, I asked the question. I said, did Nas Floyd Mayweather us by waiting until Marshall was past his prime to mm. feature him on the song? Yes. And I said no, because I thought that Marshall did what he does best. <laughs> or, no, oh, no, I took that lot back. What album could have Eminem been on? He couldn't have been on Titled. <laughs> they wouldn't fuck it. <laughs> Actually, be hilarious if he was on the title. I'm not mad. Oh, that was on the cross. I'm not mad because Eminem said nigga because he's my nigga, wigger, cracker friend. We all black within. (laughs) So, Nas caping for the white man. Like Mm. he did Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Also, and we'll get to that one. He could have been on. uh, He could have been on. He could have been on the cross. No, he couldn't. Well, he produced it, so shit. He could have been. He could have yeah, gave a verse. He could have been on the cross. <laughs> well, why did it happen? Because M, no M, then M sent the beat later or something like that. That's why that well, wasn't he, the full beat. He sent them the uh, the rough draft of the beat. He didn't finish the beat. <laughs> I just and then Nas just rapped over that hoe, and that was it. But he could have rapped on the song. <clears throat> That's true. But at the end of the day, M. I don't think M put himself in position. Uh, to actually rap with Nas, or like I think their careers were on two different uh, trajectory. Because like this, this, we just now got to the point where Nas is back in the in a public light to where Eminem would be like, "Oh yeah, I would do a song with Nas." 
Cause I don't see Nas. Uh, well, remember he had like eight year period where he didn't drop any albums. So mm-hmm. that's that period. I don't see him during the Untitled period doing it. Maybe during the Hip Hop Is Dead period. That's about it. Hip Hop Is Dead is the only time I would see an Eminem collaboration happening. Mm-hmm. But Eminem wasn't really active during that time. Yeah, when he that that's when he he went down. That's that was between relapse and recovery, probably. What <clears throat> you talking about? What which album? Hip-hop? When uh, Hip Hop Is Dead that came out of what oh seven oh eight. <clears throat> at the same time, no, at the same time that uh, no, that was uh, that was 06. Hip hop is dead is 06. Oh, that was that Eminem. Wait, Eminem so he was so he was active. Time. Yeah, yeah, he was active. Yeah, that's when uh, Eminem was like strong. Was going. But I think uh, that was that's when uh, they was going he- heavy at uh, G Unit, Proof, and all that shit. Oh, and then Nas had the uh, Fifty Cent beat too. Right. Well, so that's, that's why they could have te- they could have teamed up. Who? Nas and uh, M. Fifty Cent is under Eminem. So how are you going to get <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about some other shit. <laughs> so actually, now it does make sense. <clears throat> okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, six. That was, so he uh, said, oh, I had to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't do it. He couldn't do that shit. But then again, <laughs> Nas discovered 51st. So really, yeah, go ahead. Like <laughs> the whole shit with, uh, <laughs> that, that whole shit with after... After he got oh. shot and all that, and or before he got shot, no, after he got shot. Yeah, he's he, he stopped talking to him. Right. <clears throat> so, but yeah, they cool now though. <laughs> they good. So yeah, so we can get it to uh, rawr. <laughs> that's a that's a you already said your experience. So yeah, I forgot me watching the video. The video was fire. I remember hearing the beat, and then as soon as Nas, bam, bam, bam. no, no, not that part for the first one. The first to have a song starts off. Yeah. So the first thing I noticed was in the first two bars, I was like, ha, look at Nas rapping like J. Cole. And nobody to this day has not said anything about that. <laughs> Am I the only person that said Nas is rapping like J. Cole in this song? Mm-hmm. It actually did it like a lot better too. It made it more animated, better lyrically. This is what we all say, oh, J. Cole is the next Nas. This is what I expect to hear J. Cole sound like on these type of beats. But it never it never comes out that way. Why is that? Because J. Cole is not Nas. Anywho, um, as you're saying, the beat switch on well, actually there's three different beats on this song. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I really thought about it when we were sitting at the table before we started recording. The second beat with the I I, I call it like a like an old school kind of sample. Like that's what I want to hear Nas <laughs> rap on, like them type of beats. To me, it sounded like an old beat break, mm-hmm. like a 70s beat break. Yeah, I know you're talking about the drums. Yeah, then with the the poop, and then yeah, the old school drums. And then like it sounded like you could, like somebody scratching in, like the, like that kind of thing. So I love that. I like the second beat. And I like how it ended off. Um, I like that song as a lead single way better than I like Ultra Black. Agreed. I liked Ultra Black, but it still was kind of like one of those. Like a, a, it seems like a forced commercial. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like I can. Exactly, Fee, yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, yeah, <laughs> let's yes. Not, let's not do I can, boy, because you remember that third verse well, on I can, yeah, my nigga. Yeah, that mean nothing. Yeah. We didn't know me hey, nothing, you boy. Know both of us, that wasn't me. All I'm saying is that it <laughs> felt like a forced commercial hit. <clears throat> I wasn't even talking to you. I was talking to him. Matter of fact, I'm talking to y'all now. Goddamn. Uh, hey, nigga, you, you, you stabbed him with a fork in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I was I was talking to him because he was comparing it to I can. I agree that it sounded it sounded like a forced commercial song. So I agree with that. It was the fact that he said it's uh similar to I can. I was like, nigga, 
You don't remember the third verse to I Can, nigga? Yes. So I'm about to shot up their nose. Yeah, all that great stuff. Yeah, cute. So <laughs> he's gonna just uh, just wipe out just the the, the power the, 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 and no, the no, fact no, that no, the no, radio no. never played the third verse because of the power. That's great. So I'm talking about the overall feel of the beat. Like it's like a simple sample. It's like uh it's cool. It's all right. Like like when it comes on, you know what it is. So when I hit boy, it just sounded kind of like it was a simple beat, like and nothing, it wasn't too crazy. And uh, Nas was doing his corrode from rhythm and blues, pop rock to jazz. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're getting your comment back right now, Nas. <laughs> like chill, like, chill out. Like that's a Jerome rap. <laughs> in that bag. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, also now another person. Now you disrespected. Melody. Very to harmony. What did it say? Look at that. Oh, oh, thought about something. <laughs> so the last four albums we got. <laughs> and the <terror> rap. <laughs> Ultra Black. Um, Rare. And the fourth off the of Nazer album. What was the first thing off of Nazer? Cop shot the kid, the cop shot the kid, the cop shot the cop shot the kid, the cop shot the kid, the cop shot. So Still hear him scream. <laughs> so, of those four songs, rare, rare shot, shot the kid, ultra black, outro <laughs> rap. <laughs> I would put the uh, Static Selector song because <laughs> they was pushing that before the album dropped. The Static Selector song, the freestyle, the drawer rap dropped a week before the album dropped. I remember because I saw that and I called you like, oh shit, no, let's drop shit. <laughs> And then that shit came on. So, boom. <laughs> so yeah. Kill, kill that shit. You're good. You're good. Yeah, Rare. One of the favorite joints on the album. Uh, like I said, saw the video. Shout out to the uh, callback to the movie Tenet. 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 Oh, that's what he was doing? Yeah, like when it's black and white and they moving backwards and he moving forward. That's Tenet. I've only seen the video like twice. Have you seen the movie? Remember, I, did, I t- remember me telling you the tennis story, where I went. Okay, so I went and saw Tennant. It was at a at a drive-through theater. Shout out to COVID. B, I missed the first thirty minutes plus trying to get some get something to eat at the oh, concession yeah. stand. I remember that. So I came in like it was like stuff going on. It was like <laughs> the part the part that's popular now, but I didn't really understand what was going on. Cause I missed the whole first part. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was a callback to uh, Tennant. So watching the video, I was like, cool. Um, I like the um the visuals, like of course, like the song. Um, I would agree that it's better, better than Ultra Black. Um, stronger single, but it does have a that that happy feeling. Um, I think I mentioned that when we spoke, uh, one of our conversations. It does have that happy feeling, and it's reminiscent of Ultra Black. Ultra Black, Mm -hmm. but it took it to a whole different level. The uh, the flow killed it. Cause like I said, when I was listening to just the snippet of the instrumental with what you had sent before the album dropped, I was like, damn, he has to rap fast. He can't rap like slow on this beat. <laughs> so uh me being an ill MC myself, uh, I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah, he gotta rap, he gotta catch a certain uh pocket. And then, you know, he he pretty much perfected that and did a good job. There was no like Damn, he fucked up. 
big things. <laughs> big things. <laughs> big things. Big things. It wasn't like big things where it's like, damn, because you fucked up the first two verses. You caught it on the third verse, but the first two verses was like, damn, because what are you doing? You don't rap fast. Stop it. <laughs> and then Big Girl on Nostradamus. <laughs> so it's like, here we are 20 years later. You've perfected it, sir. We appreciate you. Take a tie with your craft. Thank you, sir. And of course, I like the uh, the transitions of the beats. And then it was just like, like I said, it's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, that should be your new show. Phenomenal. Get you a podcast. Phenomenal. No. Um, <laughs> no. I like Rare. I thought his cadence was nice. I love the the production. Wait, Tom, I love your uh, your adjectives. Cool, nice. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it, 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 I did. I liked it. I thought that his cadence was nice. I, I liked the the beat swell and then the switch up. I, I thought it. I thought it was good. <laughs> you sound like Pitchfork right now. <laughs> It's okay. Um, that was nice. That this is a, uh, I almost called a, a ghetto, uh, <laughs> a bland ghetto, pros- a bland ghetto, ghetto prosperity. <laughs> boy, who, who but, gave this boy out of my community? <laughs> but, um, I thought I thought it was nice. I, I I thought it was one of the better tracks on the album. I, I think you two says the way for saying this shit was cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> that shit cute. <laughs> I'm maybe waiting on it, but I ain't there yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Uh, the next track, she might say that. <laughs> <laughs> so YKTV. Featuring A Boogie with the hoodie and YG. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I was like, yeah, next song. Yeah. you going to say that? Well, I, I, I get what you're trying to do here. You out here speaking to the youth again on a beat that they fuck with. Spicy too. And this is spicy part two. It wasn't spicy part two. That shit wasn't even lukewarm. It wasn't even room temperature. It was bland. <laughs> The bland ghetto prosperity. Was <laughs> <laughs> this the example of bland ghetto prosperity? I think uh, if he's eyes, yes, it was. He he he. It was cute. He he was speaking to the youth. He wasn't talking to me on that song. So, and I I'm not with all the beats sounding the same today and shit like that. Like you said that, the beats sounded what? So you're not with the shenanigans? The the like, I'm not with that. Oh, okay. You're talking about the young generation. Yeah, I'm not I'm not with that. So. No. I feel you. Now, this song, to me, had the opposite of feel of 40 side. Like, the more I heard it, the more I liked it more. Mm. Sorry, we were you, uh, were you still talking? I'm sorry. No, I wasn't still talking. I I, I was good. Good, because you didn't like it either. 
<laughs> no, but actually, I actually did like the song because remember before we were just discussing the song, I was like, this was going to be the worst <laughs> song on the album. <laughs> why is uh, a boogie in a hoodie and YG that doesn't make sense? We they the don't even match his artists. I don't get it. We said the same thing with Spicy. I said, who the fuck? Fivio Foreign and goddamn, uh, goddamn, uh, Ferg. <clears throat> know who ASAP Ferg is, but I never listened to ASAP. Uh, never heard of, uh, Fivio Foreign. I knew he was, I think he signed to, uh, Mace, right? Is that the dude that signed that's to Mace? That's the one that's uh, Mace, um, yeah. So yeah. It's up to Mace. But yeah, he one of uh, the Brooklyn drill rappers. No, no, actually, he's, well, he's saved in Jersey now, but he's a Brooklyn drill rapper. So yeah, so I'm like, damn. So when I saw that matchup, I was like, damn. But here we are, goddamn. When we turn up, goddamn spicy, but we know all the words. Mm, I know half of uh, oh, 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 I call him Fabio, oh, Fabio's verse. Let y'all do the nah shit. Nobody knows Ferg's verse. You know Ferg has the best verse. <laughs> That's Ferg back, but I've been on this shit. Might go to Tiffany's Mees on my gentleman's shit. So but, yeah, um, Nas verse was fun. Now y'all want to now y'all want to quote it. That's good. You wouldn't quote it at the party. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think somebody dropped the bike when that verse came on. Nigga, if I would have been there, I would have rang the whole song by myself. Ask your brother. We had a whole holiday party with nobody around. I got video, nigga. We ran spicy multiple times. Hey, give me that goddamn mic. Turn that back. Get on. your ass out the way. That should have never happened with YKTV. <laughs> never. So now, just just to say, I'm gonna say challenge accepted. I will make YKTV my spicy. <laughs> yeah, you'll get booed out. You gotta get some niggas to go along with you. <clears throat> I don't need. I don't need people to back me up. I just feel it in my soul. Oh, well, spicy was felt by multiple niggas. Yeah, Ill Will. Hey, Ill Will requested it at the party. Shout out to Ill Will. Yeah, he was like, hey, throw on Spicy. I was like, oh, shit. I, you you want to hear that? Right. <laughs> you want to hear that? <laughs> okay. Let me load it up. <laughs> Let me load it up and yeah. run one. Let me find that CD in the, in the tape. <laughs> I was looking at but so, um, You know the vibes. YKTV. I thought Nas verse was better than the Spicy verse. I would agree with that. Lyrics were better. But the the spicy beat mm, can't fuck with it. It don't hit the thing. Showed on, boy. And another funny thing, I like how we're talking about, like we're talking like it's not the same producer who made both songs. <laughs> like, they, they get fucked with the yeah, other I mean, It's the same nigga. Both, <laughs> he produced both albums, but both albums have different vibes. Yeah, I feel you. Now I, I, I liked I liked uh, Nas's verse. They say it was better than. Uh, been one of spicy. I liked a boogie. I was wrong. A boogie verse was kind of fire. Mm-hmm. So, so I felt it. Um, and uh, YG surprised me. I was like, oh wow, a good YG verse. I didn't know. Oh God, I didn't know. So let me say, I appreciate it. Like I, I, I leave work and I, I cut, I cut on, I turn on rare and it goes into YKTV. I let it ride. I let it run. And they go to store moments. Keep it going. So we got a store run. You don't send me to the store. <laughs> I'm the store owner. 
I'm testing you. I'm testing you. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you still go to the store. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm tired, Nas. <laughs> tired, tired, tired. So thumb struck this a is lot where of, a lot of pulled a lot of all nighters. This is where you said uh, <laughs> you was kind of cringing as you was listening to it the first go round. When you get to this, when right before we get into uh, well the store run, you was looking at like, okay, Nas, don't fuck this up. I'm coming out of YKTV. Yeah, that's what you said. Well, that's what you said. Oh, like hearing the uh, yeah, after him, him. Oh yeah, him getting on the uh, different types of beats. Like, okay, you got through the uh, you got through the uh, we call the we call the experimental stage of the beats. Like, okay, let, let me see if you hit hit your uh, your Nas type of songs because to me, on the King's Disease one, this is when you got into the replace me um, song for all the bad. Ladies. Yeah, like you got that bad. So I was like, ah, to the war is one. <laughs> Not sure like that song though, but um, but you, that's when you got into that bag. So I'm like, okay, I know you're going into your second phase of this album. Let me see how you're gonna attack it. So, store run comes on. Love the beat. I knew immediately when the beat came on. I was like, okay, it's gonna be like a Nas type of song. He's gonna float on this one. Exactly. I'm as clean as a whistle, drinking premium liquor. Sitting next to two Argentinian sisters. They counting up me, counting up for me till their fingers get blisters. And he don't even remember what he spent that money. What I blew so it he, on, I do not seem to remember. Look treating women badly. Got them counting, money, counting his money till their fingers get blistered to just go <laughs> spend it frivolously. Sounds to me like a uh, workman's comp uh, needs to be filed. <laughs> They That's wanted to be right there. Exactly. I don't like that. They wanted to be there. So they somebody, didn't mind counting it. So somebody need to file that shit. You don't know. You don't know the circumstances. <laughs> how much did? How so much did they? How much did they get paid? Probably nothing. So they you got, don't. You don't know the paid. circumstances. So how you making claims? They got paid uh, in popularity. They were mentioned in a song, not even by name. Which two though? We don't know. Multiple sisters. Everywhere. I'm Argentinian. I have a sister. It was me. It could have been. They could have got 30% of that count up. Cut it up. What's a high point markup right there? So what y'all talking? (laughs) You got people to go to the store for you. You got people to count your money for you. I'm I'm fucking nice. I used to go to the store for my grandmother. I didn't get it. I didn't get any of the change. <laughs> okay, so I have a, a possible come on Nas line. Well, let me say this before you go into that. As he said on YKTV, you think you're going to get paid for fucking me? The bitch. <laughs> so you're going to count this bread. And I'm going to give you some give you some money for, you know, you're pretty much doing some work. So I'm going to pay you because, you, you know, you count some money. Scram. But is he saying that he's not gonna fuck? <laughs> but but is he saying that he's, you gotta fuck? But I'm not gonna pay you for fucking me. I'm Nas. <laughs> How you ain't gonna fuck? Girl on me. Goddamn reason you listen to the so yeah, go ahead. Store run. V. 
Oh, I had already gave my. It was cute. <laughs> I was. And this is where I get into my um, when I sent you guys the uh, legendary beats that I used to rap to. You know my uh, <laughs> illustrious <laughs> rap career. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really took it to the pinnacle of, of uh, bars and delivery. <laughs> yeah, I sent them in the group chat. I sent the MF Doom beats. Oh yes, yes. You said that was like which one? Hi, John. Yeah, that, and then there was another one. No, I said uh, one of them kind of, because I think you asked the question, like, where does this beat? And I think it was probably from Moments. Yeah, it was Moments, yeah. Okay, but I was, uh, but I also put in there, it's like, hey, is Nas and Hit Boy paying homage to MF Doom, who, you know, passed away at the end of 2020, like mm-hmm. December 31st, 2020. Um, was this a way of them paying homage? Because, you know, those beats, Toward the end, we're kind of like on some some MF Doom, especially Store Run. So MF Doom, well, I'm not a big MF Doom fan. I do mm-hmm. respect as a legacy. Hydra John is one of my favorite beats. Mm-hmm. Um, so this what you would say was more of a uh, MF Doom type of beat. It has a, it has the feel, yeah, the feel, okay, yeah. So yeah, that's why I had posted that in the, the group message so y'all can listen to them. I think I just posted like three of them in there. So. So yeah, he could have possibly he could be possibly paying homage to MF Doom, being that they was uh talking about uh Biz Markey who had just passed, um, and then e on the EPMD two song, M, you know, mentioning uh Prince Marky D, um, Ecstasy from Houdini, um and who else passed? Um there were several other people. Yeah, Shock G. Forgot about Shock G. XC, DMX, Prince Marky D, Shock G, Real Rap Guys. Do you know the meaning? Yeah. And Shabadu from Breaking. He passed. Yeah. So uh so yeah. So I just threw that in there with the MF Doom homage. Okay. Uh goddamn people battered down, Asian hate getting uh passed around. Tiger happy, both his parents' lives matter now. So was that really a shot or was that just an observation? Observation. Okay, I'm about to say. <laughs> this ain't American way. I mean, this ain't uh these are our heroes. Yeah, Tiger did catch a stray, and I understood why. But like that that was uh what twenty five years ago now. Let's uh <laughs> let that go. He misspoke. <laughs> He's trying to include everyone. So what uh moments? That's where it gets uh that's where it gets uh amped up. I think I the YKTV, bud. What, what are, are you, talking, are you about? talking about? What do you mean? I'm talking about hitting that stride into that later. The letter, the ladder of the album. Moments. That's one of that's one of my top joints on the album is moments. It sounds like he woke up to speak. Speak on his sister. I <laughs> never met Muhammad Ali. Wish I did. <laughs> I ran away to start a verse. <laughs> you know what? I never met Holly. Look at this bad thing you ain't met. So. I ain't never met High Five. Wish I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've never met I'll be sure. I wish I did. Yeah, we know that to be true. That's like him talking to Sister Soldier on the second verse. Oh, oh wait, she's alive. <laughs> like I never met. I'll be sure he's still alive. He'll hear this shit. Well, he did respond he to did, one of the comments for the main podcast. So I mean, yeah, he's, he's getting close. 
Getting close. <laughs> I met Lupe Working. Fiasco once. I want to meet him again. Look at that way. I started first that way. <laughs> I like but plants. it's, it's the, the production. It. The production is clean. Wow! So this is why I say that uh, the Kanye diss by Hit Boy is okay because these are the type of beats I wanted to hear from uh, from Kane on the <laughs> Nazer album. Conway, <laughs> Conway West. That's what George, <laughs> Conway West. That's what George Bush called him. Conway. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I wanted to hear these type of beats. Going back to what I was saying earlier, if you're gonna redo Illmatic, you give one producer it should be Kanye. He do beats like this and chop them up the way he, he normally chops them up. Mm-hmm. Then you'll get that Illmatic part two. <laughs> so shout out to Hip Boy for giving us that that feel again. Moments you can't relive, like taking your first swim. Splash! <laughs> Being a virgin. Splash! Splash! <laughs> it's a girl. <laughs> what was you? Can't relive. Like the first time bugging or something that Nas said. Do you remember what the first thing that Nas said that had you bugging? Uh, so. Again, uh, I spoke about this early in the uh, in the show. I'm not a Nas fan the same as y'all are. To mm. where y'all can go back to uh, Illmatic, it was written, shit, you know, projects in between all of those projects. Nas didn't start speaking to me until the Nasir album. And that's just being honest. He had a bar where he was like, um, you want me to sound like every song on the top 40? I'm not for you. You not for me. You bore me. And I was like, damn, is that really what I want to be? <laughs> did you hit the you did you hit your infamous ow? I'm about to get to my ow moment. And then he was like, I'll make records professors read to their students prestigious schools read to teach to their students. Look at the album plaque. Somebody agrees with the music. And I was like, okay, Nas. Okay, let me calm the fuck down because up until the Nazir album, and y'all attest to this, up until the Nazir album, I was fighting y'all tooth and nail about being adamant of being a staunch non-supporter of Nas. The only thing I knew about Nas was hate me now, and that was because of Diddy. And I knew, obviously, I knew uh, Street Dream because it was commercialized. Obviously, I knew um, Father of the World. Father of the World. And, uh, and you remember the you Street Dreams me. remix? <laughs> I obviously know you owe me. I don't know anybody who doesn't. I will put shackles on your feet. Like, I don't know anybody who don't know that. <laughs> Did you want to hit it with so, the MC Hammer? 
You know what? You own us. You own Timberland. You own Magoo. <laughs> We was like, what? Okay. <laughs> you all miss it too. <laughs> you owe a Leah. Oh, no. The whole sway Oh, Lee Like, he. It was. I mean, the Cole Ray. Oh, the Cole <laughs> Tank was uh, just a background singer, but she owed him too at that point. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't on Nas like that, nor was I trying to be on Nas like that. Um, Kim, I'm not going to disrespect you on air <laughs> and, and, and tell the members about you trying to get force me to listen to Nas before the Nasir album dropped in the sorry collection of songs that you to <laughs> play. And I just wanted to go to sleep. I'm not going to tell the members about that because if that would have played out, I, would, I wouldn't be having this conversation with y'all today. No, it was like I said, you making it seem like I was like, hey, you got to listen to Nas. And then I played Braveheart Party. Like, come on now. Let's 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 put context. Let's put context behind it. Christ, Christ. Listen to me. He's he's lying. He's lying. He's fucking lying. Listen to me. I'm ready to go. Just just calm down and pay attention. I'm about to go to sleep. You know what this nigga played? Black girl lost two. Oh, see, ah. nah, fam, nah. Maybe it was uh, goddamn. It was goddamn. We we, we, we was talking. We was talking. No, we was talking like, hey, I said, hey, now nah, I got some trash ass songs and da da da. And then went into that. Don't make it seem like, hey, man, you gotta listen to Nas, boy. This is <laughs> one of my. This one of my favorites. Like, let me play you this goddamn Brayheart party. Uh, Black girl lost two, and uh, it was another song I played. Songs, all of the songs. Yeah, I played, I played them. I played them because it shifted. It shifted. I think it was the Braveheart party first because I was like, uh, I think we started talking about like Mary Jane. I was like, damn, uh, they did a whack ass fucking song. And I was like, hey, you wouldn't believe, goddamn. They let me let me play it for you so you can see that. You said you like Black Girl Lost. I was like, hey, there's a part two. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, this is trash as fuck. Because you, you said you like black girl, you said you like black girls lost. Girl lost. You should have just left me at saying I appreciated black girl lost. What you don't do is play somebody. Don't and say that I'm pregnant. I don't know who the dad is. You don't do that. <laughs> don't okay? do that. When you make a little bit of leeway, you leave it there. Like I like Wu Tang Clan. This man locked me in a car and played. Uh, <laughs> you got <laughs> Locking niggas in the car to listen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow with no keys at <laughs> Right. So you gonna like this shit. This nigga plays the Capadonna album. Like you can't say you like something because he's gonna go all the way left with it. We, we gotta see it from all perspectives. <laughs> and there's, there's about 27 niggas that Wu Tang, so you gotta hear from all. So you say like Wu Tang, you have to give it all a shot. 
we knew you guys wasn't about shit. But we talk shit. You talk shit about you guys. So if you if you ain't never heard them, let's go ahead and give them a listen because we ain't never listened to them. Hey we can't we can't be sitting here talking about them. But and look, we ain't never listened to the brother. But you know what? You know what you guys does not have? What does he not have? Moments. <clears throat> but he was he had a moment on motherfucking uh, Shazler Ghost. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface had a moment. <laughs> he had a moment. He said, shake your body, body. <laughs> he was the third verse, nigga. Oh, that's, a, that's a joke. Stuffed in pajamas. He also said, I put a rough rider on my dick, plus right through it. <laughs> so once again, he said, you, you call that, body, body. That's quoting, you quoting, you quoting you guys. So shit, he had a moment. You remember? You fuck with the song. We sing it often. You made me remember <laughs> Oh, I liked you the cartoon nigga. I liked you the cartoon. I was trying to shift the conversation back to moments. <laughs> I liked you in the cartoon. You're locking me in the conversation. <laughs> goddamn, boy. Goddamn, my uh, the serial killer past and shit. I ain't liking niggas in cars. Make Forcing them. Yeah, you mentally killed me. I didn't hog tie. I don't know what hog tie means. <laughs> you got no hogs. <laughs> I got to be out here sound like Robert. <laughs> Hey, hey, really? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, they got Robbie. <laughs> Boy, I, I should appreciate that every more. I know it's going all the way down for <laughs> So, uh, so moment. Uh, what I bugged out on, uh, it'll go to uh, Stillmatic, You're the Man. With the uh, well, first it was high smoking so much lie. I saw dead birds flying through a broken sky. You're like. I was like, God damn. Like, I'm like, what is with like the, the, the visuals? Like, you saw a dead bird flying <laughs> through a broken sky. Like, God damn. That's like vivid. Like, what the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> well, oh he was God. high. High as fuck. <laughs> Obviously. And then it's like, uh, no, I wasn't. I had stopped. The nosebleeds had stopped. <laughs> the, um, the, um, you had brought it to my attention. Uh, same song. Um, everything around me got cloudy. My chair became became a king's throne. That my destiny found me. It was like uh, sitting still in a chair, like my conception. Mm-hmm. And it's like my conception is in a wheelchair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think you brought that to my. It's not, funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but I'm just saying, like the 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 vividness of like. You sitting still in the chair like Mike Conception. Like I don't even know the fuck Mike Conception. So again, it forces me to go do the research. Like, and you brought it to my attention. Like, oh, Mike Conception, he's in a wheelchair. So that's why you sitting still in the chair like Mike Conception. So I'm like, God damn. Like your boy, like Bill Burr said, like your boy. <laughs> Who don't stand? That's always sitting down. <laughs> he said, your boy that's always <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> he don't. He don't stand for nothing. <laughs> Talking about uh, Steve Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Bill Burr. But uh and then of course the uh, unreleased verse or this uh, yes. on the Green Lantern goddamn uh version of You're the Man, the edited part. I bugged out when I heard all that. That's a good one. That's a good one too. Wait, what about you, sir? When I first bugged out with something that Nas said. Uh, well, he has a, a, quite a few. Uh, with the help of stuff in Jesus, was was the one I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like I, I was, I felt scared to even say it back then. 
He was like, when I was 12, I went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. Like, that was like, <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> was the thing? <laughs> yeah, he would still be alive to this day. Based on thought, Christian beliefs. <laughs> so what what Nas was doing, he she tricked y'all. I mean, y'all think he was talking about the, the great Jesus. He was talking about uh Jesus from down the street. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so so was Nas the first person to smoke on a pack of his enemy. Wait, what's all these in it? No, she I think she's well, representing. Well, snuffing is just like punching. He didn't kill anybody. Okay. But he was talking about JC. He said he went to hell for snuffing Jesus. (laughs) That's a uh, that's a big op to have. (laughs) One of the the grandest ops you can think of. If you really think about it, (laughs) the crew is impeccable. <laughs> you can't go nowhere. They always watch it. <laughs> church is everywhere. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. But yeah, that was a. Uh... But again, it's funny how he said that line. Blas, you know, people said that's blasphemous. But then look at where he is today. <laughs> Based on Christian beliefs, should have been gone. Jesus, so now we gotta, you know, now we got to ump the ante on this show. So, so, so what you're saying is we should tell Christians which, which battle on the to prove to prove their loyalty to Christianity. God damn, it's just a bar, it's just a bar. So yeah, so what's the next one? Oh, nobody. So let me go get my joke off real fast. This beat has been in my head for the last two days. I was literally at work uh, teaching the class, and then uh, that beat's in my head. <laughs> I'm trying to focus, but um, some place to be. You now, so first things first, we had the discussion about this song where we're going over oh, track listing, okay. and then uh, I remember we're discussing Lauren Hill being on the song. Mm-hmm. So it's like every time it's Lauren Hill, she's singing somebody else's song. So, I remember that. So we had uh, I Rolled the World. Then we had the uh As in time to call I called out her day. So that's another so one. What is the medium singing like, had her doing like the nobody from uh from Keith Sweat. Fucking, uh, Keith Sweat. So so I I, I didn't truly think he would do that, but I thought it would have been it would have been hilarious. <laughs> If they said for nobody and had Lord singing. Nobody who can love you like me. Now after hearing uh the great Lauren or Miss Hill. Miss, Miss Lauren Hill. Miss Lauren Hill. I take it back. I I, I apologize because uh this, this this verse was uh like if, if she should have did more of that on the miseducation. <clears throat> I was supposed to say she did do that. Yeah, she did rap. She but did you rap. said more. But you said more. Not, not, I said she should have did more of that type of rap. To me... But she was in a different space that, you know, it's commercialism and you having to balance all that out. That's very true. So, Love Nas' verses. Kills that shit. So it goes on. And then I heard the... 
I was like, oh my God, Lauren! <laughs> and I called Kim. I was like, Lauren! <laughs> so I was screaming out. <laughs> I was screaming out. Oh, fucking focus on my freedom now. Why would I join him when I know that I can, I can beat, beat him now? Hey, you sound like goddamn uh, Whoopi in color purple when they uh, took the uh, took the sister away. What does it matter? Silly. So yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just upset that I can quote this shit. Like this hurts. <laughs> why, why, why does it hurt? Because the, uh, the the bars the the potent from from a, from a young sister that you should appreciate. Uh, first of all. I'm not saying that I don't appreciate her, but what I am saying is that um, we had this conversation when we got the, the, the track listing and I was like, this is going to be typical Lauren Hill. Oh, you thought she was going to be singing. Not just singing. I mean, even her rapping, like this is everything is everything. <clears throat> After winter, after winter must come spring. Cause everything is everything. To me, she is like the female Nas. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I should agree. That would be funny. <clears throat> like, oh, since we're on the subject real fast, would you like to see a Nas and Lauren Hill album? No. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What other rap album is it? Wait, that's a stupid question. What other rap album did a major male artist, um, a male rapper, get with a, a major female rapper and do an album together? Jay and Beyonce. Jay, Beyonce not a fucking rapper, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? She spit some bars. Yeah, <laughs> Who? I said a rapper. Who? You got some? For example, you got one? Why hasn't Drake and Nicki done an album together? Why hasn't Wayne and Nicki done an album together? Biggie and Kim never got a chance to do an album together. Why did Nas do an album with Fox? Why did Jay do an album with Fox? Um, who's around well, with Well, I feel. I feel as why didn't who? Tretch and Queen Latifah do an album together. Oh, that wouldn't have worked, honey. (laughs) Did we fight in the studio? (laughs) Nah. No, but but I'm saying like you don't see like a male, the top male and the top female like rappers collaborating, like doing a whole album together. Gotcha. So that'd be dope to see uh, Mm -hmm. Nas. I don't believe that you will see that. What if Pac and Yo-Yo did an album together? <laughs> that was more like Cuban Yo-Yo. <coughs> That's facts. Especially with Q, bring, with Q bringing her out. Well, yeah, it's true. So, uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I would like to see the album. I'm pretty sure they were back because I, I, I was hearing the... Uh, you know, people on uh, different forums, social media, and things like that, talking about, damn, we need a Nas and um, Lauren, Miss Lauren uh, Hill album. Um, <clears throat> just on the strength of the song, of course. Now, I did see a picture with, uh, I was about to post it to the uh, group group chat. There was a picture of uh, your boy Jay Cooley and uh, Ari sitting sitting together 
and I was about to post it. But they they collaborate quite frequently. <laughs> well, she is signed to the nigga. Yeah, I know that. I was about to. Uh, I was about to post and put like a a funny like uh, back and forth dialogue. Like, hey, did you did you hear that? Uh, nobody. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to go ahead and get in the studio and do that. Oh, that's what I said. Let's bring it back. Back to the conversation. Go ahead. Uh, beforehand, I'm sorry. Back to the conversation we had that same night before. Boom. Was Nas and Miss Lauren copying Kenny and Rhapsody on complexion? Complexion. Wow, wow, wow. It's a Zulu thing. It's a Zulu love. So, anyone? Anyone? There's a no? Okay, cool. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Shoot it out there. In the universe. I, so my response was, Nas and Lauren have, uh, Miss Lauren Hill have already done a song together. But No, they won't. she wasn't but, rapping. Exactly. <coughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Big and, uh, big and, uh, <laughs> big, <laughs> big and Kim got song to get songs together. And Nas and, <laughs> Nas and Fox got songs together. No, but we, reason we're talking about the album, you're right. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, though. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind seeing a Kenny and a Rhapsody album. If, if Nas and, uh, Laura drop and then Kenny get mad. Hmm? Kenny get mad. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, this is like, uh, my favorite song on the album. Is it like, uh, is it like undeniably? The best song of this album. Yeah, because I've listened to this song the most out of all the songs. Like, I keep going back to that. <laughs> I, I think it's well, the song uh, I've listened to the most according to my, spot of, my Spotify. You know, they give you that, yeah, they give you that on repeat link and my top listen to uh, uh, song is it goes moments and then it goes composure. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go say that other song. <laughs> <laughs> he said that other song. <laughs> that has to be mentioned very soon. <laughs> no, but uh, like nobody is one of those songs where if it was like any other artist, if, if that art, that song would have came out, I would literally stop the album after that song. I'd be like, hey, the album ended after that song. <laughs> I would hear shit else. <laughs> that, that was the song. So, Shout out to Nas, so should it have been last? Nah, that's like a climax. That's like that's the climax. Yeah, I can see where that's, you can close it, but when you cl- you can't close on a song like that because it's like, damn, yeah, we, need, we need more. <laughs> you say what? Climax means close, sir. No, climax means peak. Like when you're talking about like a story, you have uh, the the beginning, the climax, and then the end. So the climax is the the peak. The pacifist. Oh, that's the right word. So I just want to say pacifist. I just want to say pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from that angle, from a story angle, climax is the peak, the height of the story. But yeah, I said like if that song wasn't last song, you would be sitting there like, "This is it." <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, you can't end with that, but you need to give me some. You need to give me some more, but change Pause. my playlist. <laughs> But yeah, nobody. Uh, shit, I can actually feel the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, just the whole song, like I can, it it it, it resonates, like I can feel it. Mm-hmm. So it's like the not only just the beat, 
everything it, everything goes together. Everything matches up and is in sync with each other. So the beat, Lauren harmonizing in the background, the subtleties, her in the background harmonizing. And it's it's similar to um uh damn uh lyrics to go. I know this is going <laughs> like how do you how do you goddamn match these goddamn two songs up? Lyrics to go. Do you remember the song? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like that. Like you hear that in the background? Mm-hmm. You know what that comes from? Where? I want to it's not Patrice Russian, it's Denise Williams. It's her singing. And if you hear, if you listen to that whole song, it's that through the whole song, but it's in the background. It's like, and it's her. Mm. So that's why I got that for. So it's like, that's why I brought that song up. So it's like, you hear Lauren in the background. So it's like, you think it's the, the uh, instrumentation or uh, instrument, but it's actually her. So it's like, okay, that element, you got the beat itself has a, as a uh, nostalgic uh, feel, Neo soulish. I don't know. I'm gonna say it's neo soulish. Eh, some somewhat. Very soul. There's a lot of soul in it. And then the lyrics. And then hearing Lauren talk about what she was talking about. You feel the pain. Like damn. And this is the first time you like heard her rap in a while. And then she's explaining all the stuff that's happened. So it's like I. Did, did she explain what the fuck she was doing on that three song EP <laughs> that she put out? <laughs> So she she tells everything because I still don't know what the fuck that was. Well, that said, it causes us to go and do the research. Okay, we'll do the research. <coughs> the news, she's hot as fuck. So yeah, so yeah, so this is like the my favorite song oh, on the album. I'm, uh, uh, we talk about that uh, background thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Fee, I have an R and B version of that. You remember um, the love we had stays on my mind by Drew Hill? Yeah. You know, in the background, you hear jazz like. <laughs> But at at some point, I have to stop you and remind you that that's not their song. I know it's not their song, but right. But on the original, the background goes way harder. But does it do the same thing? Yes. Okay. Hmm? All right. So yeah, nobody. Iconic song is that iconic? Timeless, timeless. I, I can see it being timeless. I can see it being timeless. Yeah, I can see it being timeless. Yes. yes. No. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> so no phony love. Um, oh God, my headphones down. Let me go smoke. <laughs> Talk this shit. <laughs> I just I don't. I it's sure. I'm I'm sure it 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 can be timeless. I'm I'm sure it can. <laughs> is, it, is it a nice song? Is it a cool cut? <laughs> I don't mind it. You don't mind it? How did you know I did that? Like, it's cool. I don't mind it. I like it a lot. I like, I like it a lot. I like it a lot, but it's not like my top song. Okay. That doesn't mean that it 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 doesn't have the potential to be classic or timeless. It's just not my favorite song. Oh, 
but that goes back to the uh, discussion we had also about the horns. Where you're talking wah, 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 wah. The horns on nobody versus the horns on uh, on moments. Yeah, and and also the horns on. It started with me bringing up the horns on composure. Oh, composure, yeah, composure. Sorry, yeah. But we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, back to uh, is it just me? Moments going back to moments. Uh, I was trying to figure out where. Although I said, you know, the MF Doom, I went back and listened to Thriller because it was like, I know that feel somewhere, you know, moments. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went back and listened to Thriller. No, Off the Wall, not Thriller, Off the Wall. Because I was like, damn, I know. I went back and listened to, um, damn, what's on Off the Wall? Uh, Off the Wall. Uh, I can't help it. I can't help it. Yeah, I can't help it. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, um, so yeah, because it got it has that feel to it. Like, damn, they had like an orchestra in there, and it was like really, they was really going in with that type of. That Quincy Jones led production. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Okay, I'm on the same page now. Okay, just want to throw that in there. Good, good, good observation, sir. No phony love. Uh, it's uh, all good. <laughs> just to sum it up, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all. All the I'm saying is this: we um, mm-hmm. I've let Charles down mm-hmm. again. No, he he uh, got damn. Uh, no, he let Charles do what he came to do. Car eighty five. I don't know what it is. It's like I don't. It, I, I can't describe. It. It's like when Nas gets in that bag. It's like it's just the energy is just like off to, to me. LL Cool Nays, bud. LL Cool Nays. I know. And Room. Cool name, but you know you're you're right, Fee. Because you know what, that song is not for me. So you're saying if he had like a, I don't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what if he got Char- Charlie yeah, on some? Why, why I was about to call it Y Gay. Uh, YKTV <laughs> ain't for me. Understood. Mm-hmm. Now what if he got Uncle Charlie? Because uh, remember, I said the uh, the brothers on the uh, According to Hip Hop uh, podcast, they were saying that Nas is like, this is what Big would have been talking about if Big was still alive. But he's getting in his big bag, uh, you know, doing the shit for the lady. So what if Nas for got for the ladies? What if Nas got Charlie to be on some Biggie and and R. Kelly, I'm fucking you tonight. Shit. Yeah, why has it uh, Nas got back on his uh, Doctor Not boot? A <laughs> 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 uh, uh, time, yeah, yeah. But that's 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 a, that's a good question. Uh, I think he's trying to show that the mature side. Like you saying, he's. Uh, uh, what is it? What is it? You must be used to me spending. You must be used to me spending. With all that cheap whining and dining. I'm fucking you, you tonight. Well, 
and another one. Is it whining and dining if it's cheap? No, it's, it's actually sweet. <laughs> Why <you> oh. <laughs> sweet whining and dining. I'm bugging you tonight. And another and one. Another one. <laughs> and another one. Uh, so he's not just fucking her. He's fucking another one too. Mm-hmm. Okay. What now with the, with the with the with the with the with the um how that beat is. I'm fucking you tonight. That would have been a great follow up to nobody. <laughs> Who you fucking tonight? Nobody. What? No, no. I'm saying how the I'm fucking you tonight beat oh, is flowing. like the flow of that beat. No, just how that beat, the the smoothness of that beat that could follow a nobody. And that's why I was asking, what if not? If my Nas is getting in his big bag, he he could have recreated I'm fucking you tonight with that type of feel. That would have been like, cause you can't, you can't deny that song with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Just the sound, the singing, so and then the rapping. Who you would said, be R. Kelly? Charles? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he used Charles in that way? Could he have pulled it off? No, no, <laughs> no, not not Charles. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> not not Charles. What old old singer could he, he pull out the woodworks to get that done? Ronald. Not. I washed my hands. I said, my grace, one more do, do you, you want, want from me? me? Tears from my cry. Yeah, As I say that, I realize <laughs> to be a butterfly might be better than this album. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I said that. I said to people, butterflies better because it's like there's no goddamn. You can't deny all right, nigga. Like that's an all around anthem, nigga. Like you throw on all right. What can you throw out on this? <laughs> what can you throw on on this album that matches that? Forty song. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> so yeah, and then you got how much a dollar cost, mama? <laughs> goddamn. No, uh, no, no, no. He's not getting that. That's when you start competing. That's when Dawson start competing. He doesn't have no all right or no you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Or well, I can say I, but nigga, nigga, nigga uh, shit hit the fan. Are you still a fan, nigga? Nobody. Okay, that day you you used up all you used up all your cars, nigga. You ain't supposed to throw that one out there quick. No, no, no. I do because that's that's my. To be a nobody would be like Mortal Man off that album. Oh, okay, like, they they match up to me. Oh, okay, got gotcha. you. I can see that. Mm. Okay. My movie goes. But anyway, so no phony love. I, I know this know, is a feel like feel like this. Yeah, let, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. Let, let you <laughs> let you talk. I like it because it 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 just feels like a song about mature love. Mm-hmm. Like I I get into little riffs like that. The shit he be talking about on the song, I get it and I understand. But that's why I like it. I also like that he let Uncle Charles leave till he was done. You don't cut that man. You don't tell him you stay inside of a pocket that don't belong to him. You oh, let him leave till he feel like he's done. You misused that man on car 85, had him out here sounding depressed and whatnot. So I was happy to hear that man go. <laughs> happy to hear him go. 
I mean, I appreciate the song. I I like this song over the uh, Replace Me song and Very the uh, and the uh, <laughs> what was it? All gone bad. All bad. All bad. And yeah. Actually, I like all bad. I like all bad. All three of them. I like all bad. Yeah, no funny love. I, I would put no funny. I would put no funny love over all bad and uh, replace me. I would put all bad over. No funny love didn't replace me. Hmm. <laughs> replace me still out there. Shout out to Big Sean. Fucking that's all good. Now brunch on Sundays. Don't fuck with it. I fucks with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brunch on Sundays. She gonna smoke until her lungs ache. That's brunch on Sundays. I got. I don't really listen to it. Hashtag I mean, like Sunday fun day. So yeah, I listen to. I can listen to it, but it's not one of those like, yo, let me throw that on. Yeah, so, that's not. It's it's not my vibe. I, I don't understand. So this, this where it gets but it's got a humanized moment. It's got a what feel? Yeah, the what feel? You said it has a what feel? No, I, I said uh, I'll say I don't understand. You know, I understand how the fuck. Y'all get on the shit talking about, oh, nah, sounds so mature on No Funny Love when he's talking about some simple teenage ass love shit, but then he talk about brunch on Sundays, which is what grown niggas do. It's like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, it's like my vibe. But then I don't like, you know, the vibes either. So obviously, nah, wait, 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 wait. Let me get my last joke off. Y'all don't know the vibes. <laughs> obviously, y'all don't know the motherfucking vibes because you didn't like YKTV and you don't like brunch on Sundays. Who are you, niggas? I don't. I don't like brunch Why on Sundays. I'm not a. I'm not a go out type of bitch. We all know this. <laughs> so you Nigga, keep your composure. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a go out and smoke hookah in a bar type of bitch. I don't drink, so I don't give a fuck about bottomless mimosas. Like it's not. It's not my boy. You can go to IHOP for brunch. Yeah, I was like, why you bullshit? You know, good and goddamn well. If, if, if you would say, hey, let's go to brunch, you get some of these uh, uh, pancake tacos, and you'd be That's like, oh, it. shit. It, it, it happens at brunch. It happens at brunch. He had one line in the song about food. The rest of it is not my vibe. My fat ass wants to eat. I can give a fuck about smoking. I can give a fuck about drinking. Bitch, where's the meal? <laughs> okay, Where fine. can you get these pancake tacos? Uh, Cafe I, they're called crepes, but no, no, I like. Is they trying to correct? Like she you know, know, like she, like she, like she be going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. called crepes. <laughs> they have crepes also, they, but they, they, have, they have actual no, they have actual there's pancake tacos. I know, but there's a thing called crepes. No, you don't. And delicious. No, you don't. I love it. <laughs> so, so listen. I like no phony love because I love me. Okay? So, boom. I'm an adult who like adult niggas. I'm not a party go out, smoke cigars and shit type of dude. So, I don't... It's not my... I don't know the vibe because it's not mine. Mm-hmm. It was a cool song. <laughs> 
It was a cool song. It wasn't like, damn, damn, Nays, why'd you do that? I said show growth. Different type of song. Mm-hmm. You, you ever think Nas would do a song about brunch on Sundays? Exactly. Yeah. Experimentation. Yeah, I mean, he's talked about every other type of food on the planet, so why not brunch? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So, so we yes, got a- I found him doing a song about brunch. That nigga has found a chef that cooks with low salt and no fat. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, he said he found one on the island, nigga. Did, did, did he take him home? Pause. I don't know. He, he said he decided to land on that uh, on that island. It's on this album. <laughs> I heard he said Antigua and decided to land or something like that. Yeah, I thought I thought that was on uh, what you call it song. I didn't think that was on that song. I yeah, think that was on. That was on. Thought that was on moments. Took a trip to, to. I took a trip to Antigua, and decided to land. That was a moment. Yep, and found a chef that cooks with low salt and no fat. Oh, okay, low salt and no fat. So count me in. Do, do, do. Count that, me. Ain't, that ain't the beat. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. <laughs> yes, it is. Nah, fam, that don't sound like that. Y'all off. Niggas be messing up beats when they be trying no, to play hey, them. Hey, a fee, v, yeah. I understand what you're doing because you're just doing the baseline Thank right you. there. You're doing the shoot on the baseline that way. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's that bass line on the chorus. Yes. Oh, get your Bobby McFerrin head ass on. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy head ass. Boo, do, 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 head ass. What the fuck out of here? You bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, nigga. <laughs> yeah, what, what happened to that camera? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but you got me in. Oh, so I, I called you. Uh, what was that yesterday? I called you about that song. Probably. Well, so. I was like, uh, it really it was a call back to uh, New York State of Mind. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so I said, um, if you know the story about New York State of Mind, uh, Preem said on the Illmatic album, on the Illmatic, the first album. I think was the was that the first song he did for Illmatic, besides Halftime, which was already out. And uh, which, never mind, so it was not the first song. Anywho, so uh, Premier said when he uh, when Nas went to go do that song. He played the beat, and when Nas was with the rapper, he really, when he said, I don't know how to start this shit, like he said, he really didn't know how to start it. He just took off and just went with one take, knocked it out in one take. So when I heard Count Me In, the first thing I think of is like, yeah, Nas got kind of old, so he needs a hit boy to count him in. <laughs> I can't catch the beat no more, buddy. <laughs> so that's why the chorus says, three, two, one, let's go. <laughs> count me in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, shit. so it's not losing it. <laughs> it's losing his timing. A one, a two, a one a and two, two go. <laughs> Come here. Look at that. Face sad. Loose screws in my mind because I didn't have the tools to unlock my power and influence you. Right. To lock me down and leave it'll be two, two, two of, of you. Yes. Fire. I fucks with that song. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, that bass line, yeah. 
the baseline for yeah, yeah. If that, that baseline reminds me of um um my uh, not my life. Oh, uh, I love the record. I love you by uh, Mary J. Blige. Oh. Okay. Do, 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 do. Based off, it's still based off of that same original bass line by somebody else in the 80s. Well, that's, that's not when they were playing real bass lines back then. Dun, dun, dun. So, yes, count me in lyrically. Beat, great. I think count me in probably is by like the fourth or third or fourth favorite beat. Yeah, I was surprised at this point in the in the album, like it was still going with the with the beats. Like I'm like, God damn, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll let me bring this part up too. Let me go back a little bit. Um, after nobody, the first thing I thought, like as the song was literally ending, I was like, hmm. Not that they didn't need love songs. So I was going pretty well. <laughs> and then very next song was no funny love. So after you got past uh, brunch on Sundays, that felt like he got back in that same bag of, of the nobody. Okay. Um, what's on after nobody? Composure with Hit Boy rapping. Hit Boy verse, them, them horns, boy. But Hit Boy's verse, aka a uh, uh, young neighborhood nip. When I feel it, so uh, I like Hit Boy's verse. Uh, Nas says, "What did I say on that song that I fucked with?" That I fucks with. Give me a second, please. He, he had yellow jaundice when he was born, my nigga. Oh name. yeah, that part. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> that reminded me of like a like a goddamn fetus. Like like that. This was the old. Uh, that, this, this was like this was a perfect example of old Nas on that verse. Like him the, describing from uh, him being a baby to ten years old to uh, twenty rocking stages and then. Talking about walking back through the hood and everything like that was that's the old Nas. Take my chain off. So I used to play ball. Wait, Caesar Jake said we take off, hit Woo-hoo! the gate. I get home and take my chain off. Thankful I got through the day and all the evil I prayed off. Everything's causing an effect. Make the wrong moves in this business, you lose all of your respect. Yeah. Oh, we all make mistakes. Only a few will recover from them. Don't spend your whole life running from them. Run up the numbers. Fire. Composure. Yeah, Hit Boy did have a, a fire a fire verse. And then uh, shout out to Sac- uh, Shaka Singor. Yeah, with the ending. With the ending. Hit Boy said he's stacking ice and he's not talking about snowmen. Shout out to Jeezy and Olaf. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> He said the whole British Open. That was. He said, Who is oh, the the one line that uh that he said that, that caught me. I was like, huh? He's like, um, I wash my hands. Where'd he go? God damn, I lost it. Right, I said that. Washing my hands with the soap opera shit. I was like, okay. <laughs> hmm. Little, little wit there. Little wit. Diagnosis disorders. One trial, six different lawyers. No, nobody else caught. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just like that. Oh, we said after the snowman part. One case, six figures, one six different lawyers. Okay, yeah, I, I just read it. I, I, I caught up. I'm there now. I'm good. Good choice. Look the at bars. Me. Bars. I just know this now. 
So my bayable. My that and that's one of my other jeans. Like, oh, the be it's uh had to eat it on. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my compliments to the chef, nigga, because you did that. Ow. <laughs> I, I, I cannot figure out what that beat sounds like to me. Jay Z, show me what you got, bud. Nah, it, it is. It is. Go listen to that, man. Tell me what you got, lady. It really does. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It also has the horn. It has the horn that he just was going for on Rump Shaker. Yeah. Why do you put the horn? So. So my babble. So who sang on there and didn't get their credit? Let me look it up here. <clears throat> wow, 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 wow. Uh, it does not say. Who is Chauncey? That's a uh, hit boy. Uh, uh, Chauncey Hollis. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, it's just. It's hit boy. Hit boy singing. Yeah. He don't want to tell nobody. So, chapter one, he wants to talk to the youngins. You niggas is out here taking too many pictures. No, no, the first chapter was about men. Men. He was talking to to the uh, the, the niggas in the streets. The the, the, youngins. He's setting the standard. Definition. Definition of a man. Thank you. <laughs> we just try to set you up on that one. Not not no, going no. back to But we're gonna get it to that in the oh. next segment. Maybe we go finish this these segments in. But um love the lyrics of this one. Um one thing I did, Pete, he basically did the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit with the three verses. The second, church, the second one is the sons, which we say the Holy Spirit would, would be the. Sorry, the sons and the women is the Holy Spirit, or that's yeah, what. Yeah, because you need a, you need women to balance you. He said you need that feminine was, energy. Oh goddamn, Nas Tresvan on this bitch. Need to stop it, Nas. <laughs> Sipping hey, at its finest. <laughs> oh, that was good. Keep doing that. <laughs> I, I will work on it. Thank you. So that, yes. that was good. So shout out for them redoing uh, Jay. Show me what you got, which is sampled. Jay sampled uh, Public Enemies. Uh, show them what you got. So again, hip hop. So, so Public Enemy said, show them what you got. Show them. Yeah. Jay-Z said, show me what you got. And Nas said, my babble. My babble. <laughs> I got my babble. <laughs> my babble. That's what I got. My babble. <laughs> so Nas is good. This is probably the song I like that I listen to the least. I just honestly I always stop up to my Bible. I, like, I really, really like Nas is good. But it's also another beat that Kanye should have made. 
I, I, I think that is like a, a quintessential Kanye a type of beat. And that's why I wanted to hear on the Nazer album. And I did not get that. Mm. Wow. Do you know what I'm going through? <laughs> now y'all woke. I'm laughing at nigga. Just used to say Nas is on that anti-establishment business. Let's discuss that real fast. So as a person who's been listening to Nas since 90, uh, 96, 97, it is kind of funny now how everybody's on this woke shit. And like damn, and they'll be saying stuff they think is extra deep. Like damn, now I said that back in '99 and shit. <laughs> but that's what people don't understand. Like, of course, it takes everybody getting around to that time. But don't act like it was in a period where y'all laughing at niggas for trying to be too deep. And shout out to Jay Z is the one who uh, caused that to happen. When people being woke, hell yeah, getting on that woke shit during the during the beef. <laughs> Just because you understand them don't mean that he's nice. <laughs> is it Uchiha Wally or is it one Mike? Is it black girl or loss or shorty owes you for ice? Actually, because he wear a koofy don't mean that he bright. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you think he sound deep because you don't understand the shit that he write? Let me do some more research. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Jay? <laughs> he was hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, so Nas is good. Actually, really, really good. You say what? Your phone cutting in and out. Oh, I said niggas would not survive in my hood. Pull up with all of my shoes on and Nas is good. Word up. So we can go ahead and get into the uh, real quick. Come on, Nas. Boom. Hashtag backbones for back shots. <laughs> that shit's funny. So you were getting to that feed? You want me to do it? Yeah, you can jump. So, so I think the first come on nine was an issue that you had had. Well, I thought, I thought the first one was the the women being the backbone of the third verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, started. The, the original started with him with the bitches in Dallas with they asses <laughs> on the table, and we forgot about it. At True Kitchen, twerking on the couch. Oh yes, uh, brunch on Sundays. Yes. Yeah, on so, so yeah, so yeah, that so yes, that was a come on Nas. A, you are a business that owner. You own you own several sweet chicks. <laughs> hey, you want hey, them to like, put on your pause, tables, pause, 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 pause. Uh, let, let's let's talk about that. Uh, watch the wording on that because it sounded like he uh, owned women, sex trafficking. And sweet we'll freaks, sweet chicks in the restaurant. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you for cleaning that, sir. Human trafficking is real. <laughs> so, he owns several no, sweet chicks no, restaurants. That, that, that goes, because I'm going to get into that in a minute. What, sex trafficking? Hey, he wants to own bitches. You owe me. <laughs> Good transition, I like that. But yeah, so we talked about uh, we talked about the uh, situation that happened in Dallas with uh, the chicks twerking on the um <laughs> On the, on, on the furniture, and then the owner got mad, saying, "Told him to act like they got some goddamn sense, <laughs> as he should." Exactly. He, he he paid the bill, that bitch, don't he? Right. And, and he bought hit. the furniture. And he bought the furniture. So, uh, yeah, get your ass off my goddamn furniture. <laughs> but it's simple. This ain't no this ain't, this ain't no discussion. It, it ain't a debate. Because the same niggas talk about, oh, let them have fun. Okay, I'm going to your house, and let me go have some fun <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> 
to have fun. Let them come have fun at your establishment. Yeah, no, no, I'm come have fun at your house. I'm put my feet on your couch, nigga. But when you ask Nas that, he's gonna say Nas is good. Yeah, <laughs> ain't gonna do that shit at my spot. No, Lord. <laughs> Wait, I would do it if uh, if jungle is not there. <laughs> It's cool for you to judge other people on some shit you and I both know you won't allow a show establishment. Now, it's one thing to twerk out, you know, in the in the aisles and, you know, next to your table, but they was on the goddamn furniture twerking. And we were like all the windows. Like, yeah, get your goddamn and ass on. And it was a big bitch. Get your big ass off my glass. <laughs> get your big ass off my glass. Bars. The <laughs> bars. <laughs> so yeah. That's a, that's a whole nother discussion I thought about. But um so yeah, that was one so that spawned to oh uh Nas over here caping for the ladies. The ladies. Because he got he still fight that the, 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 we're not fighting the domestic charge, but the domestic allegations from uh of Kellis. <laughs> Never me. <laughs> yes, that, that never dies. Though everybody said, "Yeah, it was you, Nas." Um, because you protested too much. Like, let it go. But that, that, like, come on, like, yeah, I hit the, I hit the bitch. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I respect you a lot more if you was just like, you know what? Back in the day, I had a pension for hitting bitches. A pension. A pension. <laughs> You can't do that shit nowadays. I had a pitch it, but bars. You can't come out and do that nowadays, boy. You you can't your career gone. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you was being sincere and, and just a uh, transparent. You can sincerely go that way. <laughs> but um Well, would you rather ruin your career or you want somebody to ruin it for you? Nah, I'm gonna be like, egg hey, homie. Uh this is discussions we need to have one on one. I don't need you to be going out here trying to air out my shit. I ain't do nothing to you. Chill on that. You better hit it with the Kevin Spacey and uh, what's the name of the uh, what's the name of the show that was on yeah, Netflix? Was the bars. Put that for the train. Keep it moving. He turned walk around the corner. Keep moving. Yeah, mad bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't built for that. <laughs> I ain't built for the bodies. <laughs> Nah, fam. Nah, this is a discussion I'll have with that with that person. Like, hey, you need to chill out on that. Goddamn. Yeah, I say discussion with, with chicks talking on your table. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Y'all need to chill out with that shit. Goddamn. <laughs> same, same thing. <laughs> same. Hey, y'all need to chill out with that shit. Goddamn. So, so Nas is okay with uh, with women not having boundaries. So they should be able to twerk where they want to. Uh, yeah, Lauren showing up late to the goddamn concerts and shit, and, and he allowed that to be, to be said on that one. Talking about saving souls, but you know what, Lauren? I I paid for a ticket to come to your show. You were late, but you showed up. It was a great concert, so you're cool. Yeah, man. But, no, no, black folks the last people to be talking about being late and shit. We talking about CP time and shit. <laughs> we got a whole time. Yeah, yeah I don't give a fuck. No, no, I don't want to hear about niggas uh, complaining about people being late. Like, shut your ass up. I will complain all day because I'm a on time to early type of bitch, and I expect the same out of everybody else. Well, you can't expect because everybody different. Well, no, no, she can expect, but she also can expect to get be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There you go. Hey, expect what you want. <laughs> so yeah, so shit. It's like, hey, black folks need to ch- chill out. They got 
uh, several points, uh, one point away from getting fired from their job because they can't get there on time. Complain about Laura. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck if you pay for this ticket. Nigga. I'm gonna show up when I show up. Shit, hey, you will wait. <laughs> yeah, goddamn, I'm giving you some greatness. <laughs> Out here saving lives. Have you heard everything is everything? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, nigga, everything to let that shit go. Yeah, half the niggas was late to get to the concert. You miss nonsense. You know, y'all don't even respect the openers. Fuck out of here. <laughs> so I don't want to hear about niggas talking about who who late. Nigga, you late playing your rent. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> you came for Lord Hart right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't be want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear no complaints, goddamn. I, I deal with it a lot at my job. Like, hey, <laughs> I don't want to hear shit. Yeah, that nigga just came very personal. I just don't take complaining very well. All right, so uh, so he, uh, we saw Nas has been sipping for the ladies a little too hard. LL Cool Nays, but yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it one iota. <laughs> one iota. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he anti Kevin Samuels and anti Tariq Nasheed. Yeah, see, he is on the sipping side. As big as a Nas fan, this let's see, I changed it right there. The way he is sipping for women right now, it took me from being a Nas stan to just a fan. <laughs> I, I, I don't condone. I don't condone this uh, sipping Nas. Change ways, Nas. To sip the narrative. <laughs> Nas going to sip the narrative. That's all that is. Yes, not be beating up <laughs> beating chicks. Goddamn, not. Then what else we got? So we can get into the uh, the meme is the prophet. Ten things we spoke into existence on this album. Okay, got ten. Got I got ten of them. Oh, uh, break it down. Nice like this always. raindrops. So we got um. <laughs> Eric Sermon letting Feezus know. <laughs> quick, quick, you take, your, take, take my goddamn name out your fucking mouth. That's what Eric Sermon said. What that nigga just let me know is he still ain't got it. Because uh, we, we, we've, uh, well, we've had this discussion on several soundtracks for season seven. Uh, he was, they were on the Juice soundtrack. They were on the, um, the song's fire. What was it the Jason Lyric soundtrack? No, which one? Which uh, which album was that? Professor um, soundtrack. Maybe Professor soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah that was on the Professor Death Squad. Uh, were they on the uh? They went on the above the round. They was on no. the uh. Were they on the uh, Minister Society? No, they wouldn't be on there. No, <laughs> no they would. That would dare <laughs> wouldn't no. dare be over there. No, but Eric Sermon has continu- continuously been brought up. Continuous uh conversations, and then here it is, here it is. Eric Sermon is on this album. Something we spoke into existence. Fees has been calling him out. He appears. Thanks a lot. And, and proves me right. You say what? You say it proves you right. It proved me right. Then we got the uh, second thing. Uh, we've had this cu- discussion two or three times throughout the seasons. The horns. Yes. So we've had a discussion. I think we had the one in season seven. Uh, where we talked about the horns on, um, I know I brought up uh, Troy, T-Roy. Uh, they reminisce over you, P-Roxy L. Smooth, UNITY, Queen Latifah, Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs, Be a Father to Your Child, New York Undercover, 
horns. We talked about that on, I think, the last episode or the episode before yeah. that. Uh, we talked about it. We had the conversation where you're talking about um, Queen Latifah on, like, season five. So when I first heard nobody, I'm like, damn, these are the goddamn horns we were talking about. So you're saying that uh, they're like, hold it. Oh, they like horns, huh? <laughs> I got them. Got something for them. Yeah. Some light. <laughs> so nobody moments and composure. So the horns were uh, mostly nobody that I caught because it was similar to those uh, songs, uh, old school songs that I named. So it was like, damn, okay, horns. Actually, that's the, that's the same horn from, not the same sample, but the same horn from uh, T, uh, T. Roy. So, yeah. So, also, number three. She said she liked which one? She liked the original where it was just the horns. Oh, the original uh, song. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not the Troy. Okay, gotcha. So then we got number three. Not saying he knew what to write on the third verse of Moments. So I think Fee was talking about that because uh, we were talking about um, We Major. Yeah. Third verse, and I say he said, uh, had to, what do you say? How does the, uh, We Major start? I heard the beat and I didn't know what to write. Should I First line, should it be about the hose of the ice? Four foes, black Christ, both flows will be nice. Talking about big paper or the black man plight. Studio console asked my man to the right. <laughs> Which we said was Tony Williams. <laughs> the right get he can't see the right verses around Tony. <laughs> so we had this we had the conversation because uh Fee was talking about it because she went back and listened to uh We Major, which is one of my favorites off of the late registration album. So we was talking about that pre KD2. And then Nas says on the third verse of moments, third verse, and I knew what to write. Again, listening, saying, Hey, I hear you. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell let you know I know. Number four, round two with Uncle Charles. Feezus had a, uh, she was very disappointed. She's a great I, I had a, a, a gear to grind, <laughs> an, an axe to grind, a, uh, yeah, all that. So, yeah, so she didn't like uh, Uncle Charlie, how he was used on Car 85. You misused. Well, you didn't like how he was used. He was misused, he but was you didn't like how he was used. It's the same. He was mishandled. You didn't like it. So I didn't like it either. So they came back around just for you, Feezus, and said, hey, I'm going to show you we can use him how he's supposed to be. So the fifth thing, Kane and Old Dog reference on moments. We did the show Minister Society. Season seven. And these next ones are season seven. Well, my, all the shit is season seven for the most part. So season seven or conversations we had during season seven. So we talked about Minister Society. I forgot which meme it is, but uh, it is season seven. Um, so they had the Kane uh, and O'Dog reference. And then turn around on the No Phony Love had the birdie from above the rim reference. We did the above yep. the rim memes. Uh, yeah, season seven. We did the above the rim. Then definition of a man he mentioned uh he was talking about the definition of man on bible my bible uh we spoke about this on the juice 
episode where we talked about Omar Epps being in a group called the Wolf Pack. Was it the Wolf Pack? Something like that. Mm. And they had a song called Definition of a Man. You can go look that up on YouTube. So we talked about that on Juice, season seven. Nas brings it up on My Bible. <clears throat> then on Rare, this is number uh, eight, saying, you know they can't hold me on Rare. <laughs> Trying to stake my style. You know they can't hold me. You know the universe don't understand can't. We talked about that on Jason Lyric, where the uh, what's the brother's name that was dancing? Oh, uh, Fast <laughs> Well, I call him tap. I call him tap dancer Teddy. <clears throat> tap dancer Teddy on uh, late Jason Lyric. He said, "Neighborhood can't hold me." <laughs> right there, the same. <laughs> <laughs> tap dancing, but stop. This boy in my community. So yeah, so uh, so that was he uh, never got it. So yeah, that was another callback. Season seven, Jason Lyric. Then we talk about number nine, the subtle disses to J. Cole on the pressure and store run. As you already know, here on the main podcast, we uh, we've been dissed by J. Cole twice, <laughs> two times. So Nas, knowing that we we fuck with him heavy, <laughs> we're st- staunch supporters. Yeah, let me sweep this goofy nigga under the rug. He just dropped the off season. This year was that this year? Yeah, that was this year. And I was thinking like the the shit that they was quoting off J Cole's album. You got an M on your head now. You you, you Luigi's brother. Like going back and saying like listening to this KD two, and then going back and and they amp off of that. I'm like, bro, y'all need to chill out with this shit because that that line was trash. So I went back and listened to the uh, the other like three songs off the all season, mm-hmm. and this is what I realized: it really wasn't the beats. Oh, that album. Because the beats were not that bad. It's 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 Jay again. <laughs> He's doing that. Uh, I'm a better rapper than you. And like, like when you get in that bag, like it's not J. Cole. Because mm. like basically say, I'm I'm better than you because blah 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 instead of like really just rapping and shit. Right. So it's like, yeah. I'm I'm gonna do a, I'm actually gonna end up doing a show with uh probably uh, Eli from the job about uh the uh King's Disease two versus off season because he said off season was better still. Man, come on, man. Yeah, let me be on that show, boy. I'm I'm ready to wash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to wash. <clears throat> so yeah, last but not least, number ten. Even though Nas swept J Cole under the rug, like, hey man, get out of here. You not me. You can't be me. There's no replacements. Yada yada yada. Nas, this is. Easy, esoteric, Eddie. Again, <laughs> second time because we had the uh, echo uh, show on uh, opening up season six, where it's like uh, I forgot the name of that show, but we pretty much oh. talked about uh, Shun Kun. <laughs> yeah, proper clout chasing. I forgot. The, I think that was part of the yeah, part of the oh, uh, when they diss us. Yeah, when they diss us, Shun Coombs, J Coleslaw, Nazer. <laughs> Juice Buds, who is jo- Joseph Button. I think it was just those. And J. Cole. J. Cole, Nazer, Shun Coombs, yeah, Juice awesome. Buds, and uh, there was one more. There was like five of them on that cover. But it doesn't matter. We got dissed. We talked about it on the 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 uh, season premiere of season six. Uh, you got to pay for that. Go to your Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the mean podcast. Season six, the first episode for season six. But anyway, 
He dissed you. How did he diss you, sir? So, on the uh, song that everybody, at the, well, between me and you, said that was the better song on the uh, album, Nobody, mm-hmm. he said, um, the meaning of this song is rather esoteric. So, I took that as... No, you didn't take it. You know. Oh, I, you're right. Stand yeah. on that shit. You're right. Stand so, on that so shit, bro. as Easy Esoteric Eddie, and he said the meaning of the song is esoteric, and the name of the song is Nobody, <laughs> you're calling me Easy Esoteric a nobody. And uh, we told you when we start breaking down uh, the Death Row East and how we was breaking down the anagrams and all that, Nas will dish you on a whole different level. You really have to read between the lines. Yeah, so just like with Echo, where he said it must be nice, though it must be hate. I don't like that line. The shit's straight fake. So not only so the reason why I knew it was for me because it was the must be nice part is something that I always say. And then I am hater he. So he must I, be nice. Yeah, I walk around all the time saying that. And he said, no, it must be hate. And I am hater Heath. So it's like, yeah, you're, I know you're talking to me, sir. No, nobody else would put those two lines like that together. And just happened to be referencing me. I would take it a step further. He's also telling you that when you talk, there's echoes because nobody's listening to you. Uh, you have no audience. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, you're a nobody. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? It's cool. He's right. We got to listen up. We got to get that together coming soon so yeah so that concludes the 10 things that once again we are in the mix heavy people are listening to what we're saying and then we are uh somehow some way keep coming up with funky has his like every, every single, single day. day may i kick a little something for the g's who listen to the main podcast so so yeah so um this sets the stage for season eight. This is the, uh, what is this? The, this is the preseason. Cause I was about to say, this is the off season. We don't want to associate with, uh, the homie, that guy. <laughs> so this is the preseason. Um, so we're going to hit y'all with, uh, the season premiere of season eight, where we show you why we're great and, eight, uh, so speak on these things that we just went down, how we are incorporated in other people's stuff. People are talking about the same things that we're talking about on conversations we have behind the scenes. It's like, damn, how you, how this ends up, how does this end up on your podcast, sir? Unless one of us is a snitch. Somebody's an informant around this bitch. You got a wire? Anybody? That you? <laughs> your buddy? Ain't me. You say it with me. Never me. <laughs> no, no. He lied. Lied. Fucking lied. So yes, yeah, so be on the lookout. So this is the uh this is the preseason for season eight where we show you why we're great. This is meme eighty five entitled Memifying Nas's King's Disease. Hashtag Nas knew what to write. Hashtag let me get these hashtags down. Uh, Nas knew what to write. Hashtag backbone for back shots. Hashtag stand in for whamming. Hashtag never me. Hashtag never me too. Hashtag <laughs> greedy selfish behavior. Hashtag Nas murdered M on his shit. Hashtag EPMD did not murder anyone. Hashtag Eric Sermon did it again. Hashtag LL Cool Nays. Hashtag Sunday Funday. So join us next week for the premiere of season eight. 
where we show you why we're great. Be on the lookout for that. Where you can find us, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and all podcast platforms. You're only getting season seven and up on those platforms. If you want seasons one through six, pre and post shows and other exclusive content, go to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash the meme podcast. Donate, support, and become a meme or a meme bird. So in closing... Thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Everything is everything and everything is what is it is what it is till it ain't. Now, and by saying CEX, I believe we next. Sex addicts, we the best at it. I love sex is where it happens. This is the meme podcast. When it comes to black entertainment, we reign supreme. All facts. We are the supreme meme team. We cloud chasing, keeping up, and about waking people up. We honor both. If you have a problem with that, pull up if you want that smoke. And it'll be that way until I say cease. We We out of here. Peace. You're now listening to me. You're now listening to me, yeah, yeah.